was a bad weekend for little Justin. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. I don't remember where I was. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. I just remember crying. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. Uncaged banter of Frank Sheep. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. I just remember crying. Pew pew, Frank Sheep. <laughs> I called it. Frank Sheep with Ken. Rice Aroni, the San Francisco treat. Uh, I miss Rice Aroni. I mean, mean, I'm sure I've had it before. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was good. I liked it. You know what wasn't bad? That jingle. That was a good jingle. It was a real good jingle. It was more than just the treat of San Francisco, it was the treat of my heart. The, the rice and the roni. The rice and the roni. <laughs> Jimmy's looking for the butt to talk into. On yeah, I just bike. want to make sure I'm pulling the right way. Make sure you're talking to the butt. Uh, again, I feel like we should get some some like white out or something. Just put it on the mic where the little heart is, so it's easier to see in the dank darkness of your basement where Might the spiders well. come to crawl. I mean, we well, are where under where the brightest the spiders. I'm not going to put them in the bedroom. We are because that's where I keep the crickets. That's we where are, I'm trying to get in. We are set up in the <laughs> brightest spot of the basement. Yeah, the, uh, the one spot in the basement that has a light. I mean, they're, they're just fluorescent lights. They're easy to change. You can buy a box of 15 But the, but the thing like is, these fluorescent lights are really skinny. You can't. These really skinny bulbs are hard to find. There's only one in there. You find Amazon. That's where I get mine. Amazon. Oh, uh, <laughs> like all those all those people who who pitched uh, a tent and then and picketed in Alabama to, for unions to try to filibuster <laughs> Amazon. You want me to turn my back on that hard work and buy from Amazon for skinny little light bulbs? And like you okay. just you can go to Lowe's if you want <laughs> put to. In the, put fine. in the search engine just like skinny fluorescent light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> Were you looking for this? <laughs> L- lights out. <laughs> light bright by Fisher Price. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a little different episode today. Yeah, a little uh, bit. Not even sure when this is going to release. I'm thinking, thinking Friday or Saturday, one of those days. Yeah, it's going to be released on a day because we're releasing uh, Uncaged on Thursday. Yes, so we'll probably do this one Friday or tomorrow. We'll throw it out there. It could be it could be one for a rainy day. Yeah, like this might come out before the uncaged episode we just mentioned Thursday. But uh, basically, what has happened is that uh, our dear dear friend Jonathan, who you might know as J O N B O I on Twitter, however the fuck he says that shit, uh, <laughs> he got his COVID a vaccine, <laughs> and he is not just down for the count. But down for several counts. I count to a hundred. Count to five. I yeah. need five. Yeah, three ain't enough, man. We need five. Uh, so we will be calling him shortly uh, on the phone so he can say hello, uh, even though we are about 12 feet away from him vertically. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, he, uh, Jonathan the, is above us. Yeah, we we had the, yeah, the fireman pole installed in the living room so it goes straight to the basement <laughs> Yeah, for easy access to podcasts. And we had an emergency <laughs> cast Yeah, he's, he's feeling the juice. He is out of it on the couch, and uh, we were having such a fun time talking shit that we thought, why not use that for content like every other millennial? <laughs> Yeah, so here we are. Uh, the date is, of course, April 20th. So we are calling this the hashtag YOLO swag 420 Johnny Blaze it episode of Caging Greatness. Yeah. And uh, with me, as always, uh, <laughs> oh! two of our three Cheers, guests. Pat. Uh, uh, they have cans, and I'm going to open my bottle of water. Yeah. We got a nice little pop there. The only, only bud I got right now is of the light variety in a blue can. I mean, that's accurate. Yeah, those are Bud Lights. Yeah, always yeah. brewed using the choicest hops, best barley malt, and rice. We are not sponsored, but we'd not like sponsored. to be. Again, anyone listening, uh, we will absolutely whore ourselves out for your product. There's been a uh, lot of uh, Bud Light cans cracked on this podcast, cracked open. Quite a few, yeah. quite a few. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, we just thought we, you know, we, we, I was already here. We were going to record, uh, an episode that we've pushed back uh, to a different day. The schedule for release shouldn't be different. Oh yeah. The, the, you, there'll be no difference in what you hear. It's right. just for our, us, our, our recording <laughs> schedule got a little wibbly wobbly. I mean, yeah. are we at the point where we're damn near like an episode a week now? Yeah, just about. Just about. I'm pretty sure we're going to have gaps here or there. But. Yeah, well, but we've got a couple snow days sort of penciled in, and you know, if, if we ever feel up to it, we might uh, we might do one or two episodes a night. Like if we record, we record back to back for stuff. Yeah, you know, if we want to, we want to get a little ahead of things. Yeah, when we're just feeling the Holy Spirit, right? But so record it, record them, chop them up NXT style. Present them over a month's time. You that go, that way, yeah. when I mean, the tag team champions lose the belt in two days, it will feel like they had a title <laughs> for two weeks. The same shit happened to Christian when he lost to Randy Orton. It was bullshit. I feel like the mic is going to hear this chair creak the whole time. Uh, well, actually, you know, from what I've listened to, because you know, I don't edit this shit. I just make sure the front part and the last part are there, and it sounds yeah. fine. Uh, the chair does come through, but not as much as you might think. Oh, really? But, yeah. but, it, but in the event you do feel subconscious, there is another chair like three feet away from you. Yeah, well, I'm just like <clears throat> trying to find a comfy medium because, again, I don't know if this mic stand is going to just explode like yeah. it normally does. And also, that chair has tried to kill you on a couple of occasions. Yeah, like I have talked about in the past, the two giant gaping holes in the back of my head because of this chair. Yeah, yeah, because of the chair. And just- also, the, the the floor is still uh, free range with fi- spiders. Yes. Yeah. And again, Everywhere. you're you're barefoot down here, and that is a bold choice, Pat. I got my feet crisscross applesauce. They can climb things. I mean, Shim brought this up when we came down here to record. He was like, uh, well, bold move not having shoes down here. And I was like, yeah, good idea. <laughs> I went upstairs and put on fucking shoes. <laughs> so I'm ready for it. Yeah, and Pat's just sitting in this metal folding chair with his legs akimbo all crunched up underneath him. I'm ready. Ready for the big ride, baby. Since this is the bullshit cast, I'm going to bring something up. How come that wasn't part of the intro? Uh, Calling you out, brother. Well, it's quite simple, actually, uh, because it was in a different key from the intro song. So it sounded really off. None of us were singing. Yeah, that was tune just there. Can it, I mean, Jimmy had that, <laughs> had that little like, that little toot thing he plays right before he hits record. A pitch pipe? Yeah, you go. Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. I also just thought of the Canon uh, spinoff YouTube series. Canon shoots hard. Oh, man. I will shoot very hard. Like Simon Gotch on Enzo Amore. <laughs> no, well, it won't be that. You won't see it as much as that ever. If, or hear it. If, if you were arrested, had any sort of wrestling inclination on YouTube, you could not escape yep. media. And now all of our recommendations are fucked because our phones heard us just say that. Oh, you haven't, you, haven't, you haven't seen this video in about six months? Let me remind you real quick. I mean, it didn't work the last time we talked about it, so. I mean, well, this time it, it probably you'd will. You'd be surprised how acute the NSA bot living in your phone is because the boys from AYCH, they were talking about their uh, their Dogecoin uh, standings. And uh, I got I, two Dogecoin ads on Twitter within <laughs> 10 minutes of reading that. Yeah, no, that that's fair. Our phones are listening to us. Uh, weirdly enough. Uh, and last- you're listening to us through your phone. Yeah, the last couple of times at work, um, car. No, I shouldn't. No, edit. (laughs) (laughs) There have been a couple times I've had to reduce the volume heavily when you say people's names. Yeah, good. Okay, I don't cut um, it out, but I automate the volume to where it's nothing. (laughs) All right, Uh, my boss uh, had to order uh, mayonnaise by like the bucket, essentially. Sure, like a bucket of mayo, and. Lo and behold, ads for buckets of mayo started popping up on his uh, Reddit feed. Incredible. I was just like, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Do you need an oil and drum? Terrifying. Yeah. Do you need an oil drum of mayonnaise? <laughs> Buy in bulk. Like we're worrying about our phones listening to us and recording us, and we're recording ourselves and putting it out there for everyone to hear. So who gives a shit, right? Well, speaking of phones, should we call John before he falls off? Uh, yeah, no, I was actually about to say that. We should. Pro- oh should my probably- god! <laughs> Good lord! I think there was some shit in his pants after that one. That's right, everyone. You were listening to the most quality podcast. Oh man, I'm I'm going to apologize in advance. It has been a long few weeks. I am angry. I didn't get to drive angry today, so this might be the straight shooting with canon uh, cast tonight who knows <laughs> yeah spoiler alert that is the next movie we'll be watching drive angry which pat always spells with an e and it looks weird word. without the e no it does it looks normal with <laughs> drive what? angry what do you mean it doesn't look right what he, he types it drive angry like ey like, like anger with a y at the end of it instead of angry it's angry angry yeah you know what? Don't talk me, me, Angie. <laughs> well, you can't just add letters and then take more out than you should. Bitch. bitch. You got to tell me that? You got a gun in them pants? No. But I got a gun right here. No, go. Oh! Point the finger guns at me again. Behold, I'm not going to bang. <laughs> I have one. Otto's actually very upset that we're not watching the movie. Well, you know, we we waited uh, on one episode to make sure you were available for a movie. And we'd like to extend that same courtesy to our friend Jonathan. Always. That was a joke. You see, yeah, I was just kidding. And if we had thought about it then, uh, and I was already at your house, and then we made the decision that you were going to be busy, uh, it would have been me, Pat, and Jonathan just doing random bullshit then. But that was before we had way more content than people really care to listen to. 
I'm just kidding. We've always had more content than people care to listen to. Oh, man, we're out there. We're ready for the streaming service. We're ready for yep. the NBC Peacock deal. That's right. That, that money is all, it's already in our accounts. We're going to be YouTube partners. We're going to be Twitch partners. We're going to be TikTok verified creators. We're going to be all over Netflix. We're going to show up on fucking AEW as special guests. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fantastic. I'm still uh, uh, we, we, well. Since it's a little, probably a little harder to do in AYCH. Maybe we'll get to happen here. Cannon will achieve his long-standing dream of taking uh, a back bump through a table. No, I want the Bad Bunny like training. Like, give me the crash course <laughs> that they gave Bad Bunny apparently, and I want to have a fucking match in AEW. Okay, oh, that'd be great. If the superhuman guy who's like throwing himself through light tubes and thumbtacks that are on <laughs> fire with like Raptor action figures and Legos and shit, if he could be on wrestling shows, why can't I be in wrestling shows? You know what? You gotta shoot your shot. Yeah, Straight shooting, Cannon. Because yeah, we, we, get, we build. <laughs> the following and we start with the four people listening to our bullshit now thank you all and then we get there uh but for now before he passes out entirely let's give jonathan a call see if he answers all right we're giving them a ring yeah and uh, there are a lot of other ways we could have done this and we're choosing speakerphone into a microphone because this is that sort of episode (laughs) it's funny yeah but to have a run-in as conrad thompson would say All right, I don't know if that's picking up, but he is calling. Is it even on speakerphone? I don't think that's on speakerphone. It's on? Oh, well, turn up your volume, perhaps. Uh, well, our uh, friend Jonathan has passed the hell out, but I do have a video message we recorded earlier before plans changed for the sixth time uh, in the last hour or so, and so we can just play that shit real quick. You have a video message? What? I just recorded him. Oh. He was laying on the couch, and I recorded him. Yeah, because we, we kind of just put this on the fly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> last minute changes. Gotta love them. We threw out the whole script and everything. <laughs> We didn't throw out the script. We fucking nuked it. Uh, <laughs> y'all, y'all remember the fanatic? I remember when you yeah. spent 15... Oh, here's Jonathan. Oh, 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 oh well, Jonathan's calling back! Because I couldn't... Jonathan! Ah. Hey! <laughs> we just wanted to say hello, buddy. Hey. We're We're downstairs recording. You are live. Big booty bitches for all. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I can hear you upstairs and all through the phone, so it's like some weird echo situation. Echo. <laughs> echo. Let go, my echo. Right. <laughs> I think that'll do it. <laughs> a whole lot of content there. Pee pee poo poo. Stinky. Uh oh. God, I hate that. Why did I instigate it? <laughs> Shit. I'm terrible with that. Oh, oh he hung up. Oh, oh bye, Jonathan. <laughs> bye, Jonathan. I'll see we'll, you shortly. Yeah, we'll see you as soon as we go back upstairs. After this four and a half hour uh, <laughs> shooting straight with Cannon podcast. See, see, this just gives me a great and terrible idea where we just call up people we know unprovoked and see what, <laughs> what they say. Hey, you want to be recorded without your consent? Actually, well, you know, that's the shitty thing about Alabama law is it's a one-party consent state for recordings. 
So we don't need their permission. Isn't that so fucked we, up? So we well, could we just be like, hey, I want to record this conversation, and you can do that, and in this state, that's okay? And admissible into a court of law, yes. Wowzer, Bowser. Last I saw, they might have adjusted that, but probably not. The more you know. Now, you can also marry your first cousin here. The more you know. I mean, that one's not surprising at all. At least you didn't. Yeah. And everybody knows it's your third cousin you can marry without worrying about uh, genetic defects. Yes, but legally, you can marry your first cousin here. Because it's uh, Sweet Home Alabama. You have your entire fist in Otto's butt, Pat? Well, that's a sentence I didn't think we were going to hear. <laughs> uh, here on Cajun Greatness, we support fisting. <laughs> you know, I'm just... All the people that have taken our cards from places, I'm just I'm picturing them in my head listening to this and just immediately looking like someone farted in their face and just turning it off. <laughs> but we thank you for picking up those cards yeah. and taking them especially, with you. Uh, and giving the, us a shot. Especially the uh, the little old lady that stopped by the store today and picked it up. There was an older lady, yes. Uh, and I... <laughs> uh, she's a very nice lady, and I hope she... Honestly, I hope she never listens to this show. <laughs> uh, but if she does, maybe she's got the right sense, sort of sense of humor. And she doesn't immediately hate me forever. Well, here's the thing. Her favorite movie of all time is going to be Moonstruck. Yeah, and probably. As, as soon as she gets to any point where you're like, fuck Cher, yeah. she's going to be so mad. She's going to come to your shop. She's. You remember I, I foretold this scenario yeah. on a previous episode. Yes, you did. Someone is going to come in your shop with a Cher mask on their face <laughs> and just like lob... Like, I don't know, like a potato taco at your face for some reason. Well, I just don't like Cher. I don't like Cher. I said it. I've said it many times. I don't like Cher. And I'll say it once more. That's homophobic. (laughs) And (sighs) Captain Shimmy is canceled. It is just Pat and I now. Again? Hey, I'm well like, as of last week, it was just you and Jonathan. Pat got canceled too. I don't know. I got canceled for something. What was it again? I think we've all been canceled by each other at least once on this show. Jonathan's canceled for getting the vaccine. Everybody knows that that is how the government's going to track you. Yes. I, I got sent that uh, as a message, several messages from my father, who is an idiot, uh, yeah. sent via his iPhone. Yeah. The actual tracking device? Yeah. Actually, I got one today. Or, you know, your social security number or anything that you've ever done ever. (laughs) But I did get a notification today that Walmart is selling uh, COVID-19 tests now. Oh, Two for one special. (laughs) That's fair. No, they're really (laughs) ironic. both at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) They they just stick two syringes in and they go pop, pop. That's not a joke. That's real. Like, I I got a notification about that and I was just like, my my dumbass at first was like what the vaccine like hell no it's like getting the both shots right now but um well it's not really the vaccine it's just like the uh, the great value <laughs> the great version <laughs> it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't taste exactly the same but it's still pretty good yeah <laughs> like it protects against most covid but if you know i mean it's, it's not as good as the other ones you know but it's cheaper you know, in some cases, the uh, off-brand tastes better than the on-brand. Yeah, I mean, I stand by that. That should be an episode we do. Yeah. And I think that will happen at some point. 
Yeah, it's sure. on the on um, one episode. of these shows. <laughs> one of them. We'll put it on the fucking wheel. <clears throat> the Cajun Greatness Wheel. That's absolutely ours. That's definitely not yeah. the AYCH wheel. That's right. No. The Cajun Greatness Wheel, as seen on our TikTok. Like, at Cajun Greatness. At Cajun Greatness. Only the finest tape was acquired to make this wheel happen. Yes, the finest in Scotch tape. But I do think uh, we should we should talk about our fail safe plans in the future. Like like we said before, Jonathan's out. He's feeling the effects of the the vaccine. He was on the acid on that ass kicking. Right. And uh, so what we were thinking, we just have a soundboard of like all of our various like bits and catchphrases. Catch yeah. So therefore, whenever anyone happens to be out, we just hit that button. Just yeah. like they're always there. I mean, I don't not like that idea. It's I'm pretty down good. for it's it. It's a pretty yeah. sound idea. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind that one. It's a pretty soundboard idea. Oh! <laughs> Look at that bit I walked myself into. I didn't even try. I'm so good at this shit. God, I'm podcasting is arch thing. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is why we will start the Alabama Podcast Festival and give ourselves all the awards. I mean, you sure, know, why not? We may as well. I mean, I mean, I, I was actually looking the other day if there was an Alabama podcast festival. It doesn't look like there is, but it doesn't mean there won't ever be an Alabama podcast. I festival. mean, we could always have it at the store. We'll reach out to all the Alabama podcasts and have just the Alabama podcast day at the store. Well, I know of at least one other podcast in town. Yeah, it'll be all both of us. <laughs> Although I don't really know if their content and ours will really mesh. I mean, yeah. But 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 the host We'll reach uh, out to some podcast. The host is very nice. <laughs> we Yeah, will, I heard the host is pretty nice. <clears throat> we will look into that. Yeah. 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 Cuz 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 when I was looking for, you know, podcast in Alabama, it was mostly uh Crimson Tide Alabama football podcast what or religious podcast oh good so um i don't know what what, what the alternative I mean, I mean we fit we fit in both those categories we've mentioned both of those things i'm sure yeah well, but like yeah, i mean mac has a podcast doesn't he but Still? yeah but yeah mac our good friend mac hello say uh, shout out to mac uh, and his and his podcast, uh, Children of the Watch, which is a podcast dedicated to all live action Star Wars television series. They recently had a rebrand. Be sure to check them out on Twitter and YouTube. They're a great show, and and unlike this show, um, family friendly. <laughs> yes, any yeah. anyone listening to that is not going to be offended unless they like uh, or they didn't like the uh. Last Jedi. Then they'll probably. Probably get mad, or they like the last. Year. You know what? Star Wars fans just get offended. That's just how they do. So it's fine. I mean, I think they know those waters pretty well. Very treacherous, choppy. I mean, how come yeah. we are like part of some of the, like the worst fandoms in the history of fandoms? Yeah, I like mean, pro wrestling. Yeah, I got Star Wars. Yep, fucking supernatural. Yeah, that's that one's kind of bonkers too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Doctor Who fan. Yeah, I can only imagine how deep that weird ass rabbit hole goes it's a tough time comics yeah comics yeah there are wikipedia articles about the shitty comic fans and uh, there's just the shitty business that happens in comics looking at you ethan van cyber go fuck yourself yeah who he was the artist for a lot of green lantern stuff and is the leader of comics gate oh 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which you might have heard about. Uh, yeah. I said to admit, I'm pretty dumb with everything that ended with gate. I didn't really well, understand or generally know what speaking, was going on. If it ends with gate, it's probably bad. Yeah. More. Yeah. More than likely, I suppose. Watergate. <laughs> yeah. You know. Comics gate. Comics gate. Game gate. gate. Pizza gate. Pizza Gate. That well, was Pizza fun. Gate was fake news. <laughs> <laughs> it ended badly, though. A lot of people. That was not good. Heaven's Gate. Yeah, Heaven's Gate wasn't good, except for Bill Gates. Hell's Gate. I've uh, I've been given my first vaccination shot, and Bill Gates is such a good guy. And Windows Vista wasn't nearly as bad as everybody said it was. But then, but then isn't he also blocking? You know, you know, the vaccine from other places because he's like keeping um, patents down. Stargate. I, <clears throat> I like Stargate. I've never seen Stargate. It wasn't bad. The movie was really good. The show was, you know, the first the several seasons were good, but it really got wonky there at the end. Do you remember when there was a time where they had a Stargate only streaming service? No. Where they, where they only showed the movies and the various Stargate TV shows? I do not remember that. Uh, yeah, uh, guess what? It didn't last. It was soon enveloped by whatever property owns the Sci Fi Channel. Fair enough. Uh, I still hate Stargate Atlantis because it gave us Jason Momoa. Oh, I'm sure he existed oh before God. that. <laughs> no, I mean, that was like his first major thing. Now look at him now. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Well, go, going back a beat, uh, you said Supernatural, that made me think of Jensen Ackles. Did you see the other day on Twitter that Jensen was started filming for the boy, the, the third season of The Boys? I knew yeah. he was going to be in it, but yeah, I didn't know he yeah. started filming. I still haven't seen any of The Boys, haven't started on any of it. It's I, a good time. I want to. Yeah, you'd I, like it a lot. I've read the first, uh, at least like one or two trades. I remember my uncle had them and I <coughs> brought them from him. And yeah. I've heard good things. I'm ready to check it out. Yeah, it's a good time. Said. But I've been watching, you know, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yes, like everyone, everyone should, should be do. watching the Falcon Winter Soldier. Uh, also, Patrick hasn't been Patrick watching it. I'm sorry. <laughs> the fuck, Patrick? We could have skipped this random bullshit that no one's going to listen to and watch the episodes. Well, we still got time. It's only 8.17. It's a good thing. It's very you true. You haven't watched it, so now we can bitch about you not watching. No. Yes, this is more content. I will not be your straw man. <laughs> you are canceled, sir. It's <laughs> just my show now. It really is straight shooting with cannon. <laughs> you know what? I hate spiders in the basement. <laughs> getting, to the, getting too close to the mic. I hate that shit, too, even though I do it all the time. I'm probably doing it right now. I hate it when everyone else does it but me. When I do it, it's damn sexy. You know what I hate? Fred Durst filming movies in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, speaking of spiders, did you hear that story about the girl who uh, went to sleep and she woke up with a nest of spiders in her belly button? Uh, No. What the fuck? No. Uh, Terrifying and... Trigger warning, sir. Trigger warning. Yeah. Uh, they say, you know, you eat like four or five spiders over the course of your life. That's a myth. Capacity. And some can be, yeah, actually, it's more spiders. More spiders. <laughs> yeah, it's more like eight spiders. <laughs> you go to hell. <laughs> but no, but I saw a story about a girl. She went to sleep and she woke up with like a, a spider's like egg nest in her belly button and it hatched and there's just spiders all over. That is disgusting and terrifying. And I've heard stories like that. Like, I've heard like nests like. Like growing in people's ears and shit. I don't like like nope. baby cockroaches crawling in people's ears. I've heard that. Stuck yeah. in there. Mm-hmm. A friend, uh, uh, an old uh, classmate of mine, he became he yeah. went to school to be an archaeologist, and he went to Brazil, and uh, for 
for research and study, and uh, he got some bot flies. Yeah, my, my old roommate Blake um, actually had uh, a cockroach in his ear. And when I say Blake, I mean uh, the character from Workaholics because I'm making that up. That was an episode of Workaholics. It wasn't even Blake. Blake pulled the cockroach out of someone else's ear. Durs, yeah. Mm. Workaholics is a funny show. Y'all probably hate it, but I enjoy that show. I've seen an episode. I thought it was fine. I saw, I've saw. i seen some episodes of it. It's like, it can be hit or miss, but I'm, I'm shocked it got as long as it did, and I'm glad it did. They're doing well. a movie. Yeah. yeah. That's why whenever uh, I'm going to get my cash in on my free Paramount Plus uh, trial, whenever that shit's available, because it's going straight to Paramount Plus. Yeah. That's fair. <clears throat> And I'm surprised they didn't do anything else with Netflix because I enjoyed their movie they did there, Game Over Man. Yeah, well, it might not have done too well. So, well, speaking of Netflix, I <sighs> I have heard uh, I listened to a, a podcast today um, that said because like HBO was has this deal where a lot of movies go straight to them for like the first month of their service to be on streaming, and then in addition to theaters, apparently Sony is working a deal where their movies will go to Netflix for the first month for streaming and then also be in theaters. Because apparently they have a deal right now that um, Morbius will be on Netflix when it comes out in 2022 in addition to being in theaters. Oh, good. Another place I can ignore it. <laughs> so I'm sure there'll be other Sony properties See, that might be worth looking into. Well, that's weird to me, though, because HBO, last I heard, they're ending that policy this year. Like, this is the last year they're doing it. Yeah, they're not. They were only doing it for the pandemic, and they're assuming that by 2022 is not going to be an issue. I think <clears throat> at least one of what, what the impression I got from Sony is uh, in the Netflix deal is like that's something they they want to continue. Like you know, that way you get revenue from streaming and revenue from the theaters. I mean, yeah, if Netflix is paying them enough money to do that, then yeah, I mean, why wouldn't they? Also, going to throw this out here before we stop talking about it. I thought the trailer for Morbius was kind of cool. I mean, that's the thing is it looks like really cool. But like we said on the Lord of War episode that came out last week as of this recording, uh, Jared Leto is such a piece of shit. Yeah, I know. And I just can't get past it. I can't do it. I hate him. You know, he's not a piece of shit. Huh. Jason Momoa. I mean, you don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. You don't know We're that. We're best friends. No, you're not. I talk to him all the time. That's incorrect. I told him how good I thought he was in the Snyder Cut. None of that's accurate. Yeah, you don't know me. You don't live my life. You don't know what I'm about, <laughs> son. <laughs> I see Gator you. ain't never been known to play no shit. You don't see me every day. I suppose I see you many days. Yes, you do. Yeah. Well, but, but, but all the days you don't know what he's doing, he can be doing anything. Okay, like, you want to see my DMs with Jason Momoa? So I'm like okay. best friends with Aquaman, bitch. Okay, no, so but to say if you've got Jason Momoa and you haven't gotten him to come to the store for a signing to help your friend and his store. <laughs> yes, come you. to this store, the owner of which hates your fucking guts. I'll be nice to him for money. <laughs> I mean, we've said many times the show will whore ourselves out for whatever sponsorship. Like, I will do a lot of stuff for money. I will compliment the shit out of Jason Momoa. I'll even go watch that Conan movie again, even though it was dog shit. And how dare he? And how dare he? How dare he, sir? You know, one of the first frontrunners for that one was Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. To play Conan? Yeah, apparently. Huh. I mean, he's not a small dude. He's a big guy. He's very tall. He's tall, but he's and, not like a a Conan built 
person. I mean, he can get jacked. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean they, have very, they have several gratuitous um, workout shot, sequences yeah. in Supernatural. He was very cut, I mean, yeah. but I, he wasn't, like, he, he's not what I would call burly. You need Conan to be burly. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, that reminds me. Um, it just I just lost it. Whatever I was reminded of is gone. It's fucking gone. I have to remind myself that fuck, no, I, I got forgot. it. I got it. Huh? You remember Cole the Conqueror? Yes. With that, Kevin Sorbo? That shitty, shitty Kevin yes. Sorbo movie. I've seen that That movie. was originally going to be the third Conan movie. But uh, they... Uh, exactly. But they couldn't get Schwarzenegger <laughs> back for it. So they got Sorbo and renamed it Cole. Nice. Yeah. It was terrible. Have you ever seen that movie, Pat? Is, is that the movie with like the five-pronged blade thing? No, that's that's uh, Kroll. Kroll? Yeah. <coughs> uh, I mean, I that, what that the sound fuck is that familiar. Is. Yeah, uh, well, it's... Uh, yeah, the five-pronged blade, that's from the 80s. This is... Nine, yeah, you're thinking of Kroll. 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 See, Kroll. Oh, uh, okay. We're saying Kroll. Call the Conqueror. Call the Conqueror. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is Call. I've never seen that. I just got a text message from Jason Momoa. Did you? Yeah, it says, hey, bro, it's Jason Momoa. What's up? <laughs> so your best friend introduces himself every time he texts you? I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, look, if, if we know Jason Momoa, he seems like the type of guy <laughs> who would say who it was in a text message. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just you texting Canada. I don't know what you're what? talking about. No, Cause that's I'm, not I'm a thing. Watching I'm going to reply, hey, I'm bro, just talking, about you, just talking about you on a podcast. I can see you texting each other. No, not. He's on Wikipedia looking up facts about Drive Angry to prepare for when no, we talk about not. Drive he's Angry. No, he's not. He's typing. No, he's in the search bar. <laughs> that is so much for a search bar. The director's name is long. No, it's not. It Your phone just is. dinged. No, it didn't. My phone on silent it can't ding no, it, then why are you looking at it because I got a Wikipedia notification <laughs> and he, and he, and about, about the fanatic for some reason yeah he has Google text alert or he's watching cinema since although he probably shouldn't because that's a dog ass show <laughs> oh man I want. I used to watch the shit out cinema of cinema sense has poisoned media consumption and media literacy in a generation of people oh yeah I actually haven't seen any of Cinema Sins. Keep You've it never way. seen Cinema Sins? Yeah, I've never seen Cinema Sins. I, I used I used to really enjoy it until the joke got really stale, and then of course I stopped watching. Yeah. I even fun fact: he wrote a book. I own the book. I haven't read it yet. What What is Cinema Sins? It's uh, uh, this uh, I know it's like it's probably bigger now. It started off with like two guys, and he's basically counting down all the tallying up all the sins in these movies they can be like real fuck ups a nitpicky shit that he's doing or just a flat out joke and so he's, just, it's, he's like what got millions of subscribers on YouTube now because of it like I well, think so what, do the Paul brothers that doesn't mean shit They're I mean I'm just saying like it's a it's a popular show that I we yeah. are aware of it except for you yeah no I, I got nothing on that one yeah, yeah that it, sounds awful though it sounds yeah, stupid because like yeah it started to be like people just riffing but then like they the, the joke just kind of ex- escalated and now like people think that you know if if a story doesn't like spoon feed you like every sort of morsel about plot and lore in a movie then it's bad or like a movie having like media tropes or literary tropes is like bad tropes aren't bad they're just like they're storytelling tools and the fact that they exist in a property doesn't mean it's 
cliche. Cliche and tropes are two different things. Jason, your phone's dinging. No, I don't know what you're talking about. That, I don't know. He that, said, that was my Google text alert. He wants to know if he could be on the podcast. So no. I said, sure, but nope. there's one requirement. Do, do you have your Conan the Barbarian costume from the movie? Yeah, you guys are hilarious. Uh, we are pretty funny. Jason McMoe was funnier than us, so he'd be a hoot on the show. I mean... Because we're friends. I know him. He's talking to me right now. Yeah. I mean, I can do a Jason Momoa impression. I'm Jason Momoa. I like to throw axes and drink beer. I can't act for shit, but people keep hiring me because I'm pretty. That's not how he sounds. I'm pretty sure he's not Southern. No, but he may as well be. And, like, also, maybe it might just be because I'm built different. But I just think, you know, <laughs> getting all but hurt over acting, it's just, it's, just, it's just a sucker's game. Well, I mean. Acting is the least important part of a movie. You know what? That should be an episode. I should. I should <laughs> the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> Has this turned into the piss off shimmy episode? It can be. I mean, why not? We've already straight shoot with cannon. <laughs> We've already gotten there. <laughs> Man, that should be an episode. I finally read his book, The Ables, and then like talk about it and review it. May as well. We all read it and then talk shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll just like pass it around. Yeah, like I don't know why I stopped reading it. Like I don't know, life just happens, and I just didn't. Well, I told you to do something else. Yeah, that's like do something. If a book doesn't grab me at a certain point, I just give up. No, that's fair. I mean, that's very fair. Did you guys see that Jake Paul fight? Uh, no, I, I keep uh, hearing like that it was like possibly rigged or oh, something. There's no way in hell that was legit. Uh, I just I saw the the gif of that final punch, and no, like, the what. The, uh, the gif. The peanut butter? Yeah, the gif of the final punch. Oh, the gif. Okay. Yeah, the gif. It. That's what I said. Yeah, the yeah. gif. Yeah. The gif of the final punch. I don't understand the your gif accent, of the final gif. punch. Anyway. And yes. Ben Askren uh, was the, the MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. And it, like even Jericho tweeted out that like, oh, this is bullshit. He clearly took a dive. Because they interviewed him after the fact. He's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I just I couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. <laughs> and that's not the face of someone who just got beat the fuck up by a, a YouTuber. All, who is also an asshole. That was the face yeah. of somebody who got paid to take a dive. And uh, this is irritated me. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I'm trying to imagine what sort of like butterfly effect allowed a piece of shit YouTuber who allegedly abused his girlfriend and just an annoying cocksucker to like escalate in the world of <laughs> combat spectacle. Well, he keeps fighting people who aren't boxers but then screams that he should be taken seriously as a boxer. Okay. Here's He's what, never fought a boxer. Here's what we're going to do. Since technically I'm on YouTube, I'm going to become like the butterbean of YouTube. I'm going to go out there, take my shirt off, Get my fucking camo cargo shorts on, put on some gloves, yeah, and beat this motherfucker's ass. I'm, I'm coming for you. Was it Jake or Logan? Yeah, I, I don't fucking Jake, yeah. Jake, Jake from State Farm. Logan, I'm coming for it. <laughs> Paul, whatever. I don't fucking know. And, and plus, there, there was like a really weird video of apparently one Logan or Jake. Like trying to do like big up my security guard. He died today. R.I.P. And in the background, there is an inexplicable giant robot character dancing as as one of the those dipshits are trying to do like 
you know, pour one out for my homie. Like, did he die in the line of fucking duty or something? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. He had a security guy who died, and apparently he's trying to pay respect. But there's just like weird robot mascot thing dancing in the ring while in, in right next to him <laughs> while he's doing this eulogy. Jesus Christ! And no, also, Jake I'm just Paul. fucking pissed I, that he that worse. he walked out with Sammy at WrestleMania. God damn it! <laughs> I don't want my favorite wrestler associated with that shithead. Yeah, I did see that. Like, I guess he did some sort of interview somewhere where he talked about how much mad respect he has for pro wrestlers now, just because he got what a, a, a stunner from Kevin Owens. I presume. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Yeah, I, had, I mean, I didn't watch it either. I just like he heard what happened like through the several like wrestling related things that I follow on social media and and the thing is like we don't need his we don't need his ilk in in, like celebrity wrestling we had Bad Bunny who had like top three wrestling matches in WWE we don't need this and just also ran just slug a bed we had Shaq who had a really good match yeah what did Dave Meltzer give Bad Bunny's match I forget I don't know. He was complimentary, oh. if I remember correctly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> side note. Uh, I finally buckled down and bought a Switch. A Switch Lite, but it's a Switch nonetheless. Sure. So and you bought a light switch. Yes, a light switch. Yes. <laughs> I'm hilarious. You can hear the laughter. <laughs> I'm sorry, your buddy Jason Momoa thought it was funny. No, he didn't. In fact, he says, Wow. Do you need to wait for Pat to finish texting? (laughs) No, he's done texting. Uh, Of course, he can take his shirt off on the podcast. Yeah. All right. So it's settled. We're going to get shirtless Jason Momoa. Anyway. No, we're not. There's this game (laughs) called um, Retro Mania Wrestling on the Switch. And it's essentially the spiritual successor to WWF WrestleFest. I never played WrestleFest. Mm -hmm. I'm playing this one. And now that I finally got the bells and whistles and everything figured out i'm having a blast with it it's actually super super fun i want to get it because i love that old wwf game and there's a chance that uh jervis gentleman jervis is going to be one of the dlcs for the retromania that would be great because he was in the final voting if i remember correctly uh for those of you who don't know gentleman jervis is one of my favorite wrestlers i love that man to death yes uh i want to be friends with him one day he wouldn't pretend to be jason momoa just to troll me you don't know that. I'm pretty sure. No, uh, aren't no. y'all already friends? Oh, like Twitter buds? Yeah, we're like y'all talk buds. a lot yeah, on the, he's, he's on the Twitter dude. twatters. Yeah, I like Jervis. He's a good guy. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've, I wanted to get a switch last year when lockdown started, but apparently so did everybody fucking else because they were like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, so I just bought some games on the PlayStation sale. Yeah, yeah. turns out people were uh, tr- trying to scalp the Switch. Just like some people were trying to scalp something else that came out uh, today, didn't they, Shim? Oh, uh, interesting yep. story time. Well, you want to tell that little story while we're on 420, Johnny plays it, follow, follow slag, whatever? Yeah. I, will, I, will, I will say, if you don't mind it being a Switch, Target has plenty. Yeah. I mean, a light. I mean, a light. I mean, I've thought about it. I may get one. We'll see. Like if I, I always figure if I want to play something on a console, I'll just play it on my PlayStation. Yeah. This so far, I've actually been having fun with it. Yeah, I, I mean, I may. I'd, I'd hope to get a PlayStation Five by now. Yeah, <laughs> don't, did we fucking all? Yeah, uh, it's easier to get a COVID vaccine than it is a PlayStation Five. In well, the I, would, I would hope so. 
Uh, I just want my PlayStation. This five hundred dollars has been burning a hole in my pocket for so long. Right, Patrick. I have good credit, but for credit everything cards. I'm hearing, like uh, there's a lot of problems with it. Uh, get, let me get the let me get the uh, freshly ironed out PlayStation Five, the one that you know will actually work and do what I spent five hundred dollars on it to the do. PlayStation Five Point yeah. One. That, yeah. I mean, that's usually how that goes. That first <laughs> run of yeah, the, the Red Box PS Five. That's what I want. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> Once it's a slimmer, because uh, they have the technology now, but they're just going to wait. That is huge. Yeah. Like I said, like on on Twitter the other day, like when I saw that one for the first time in the wild in the glass case, it's ginormous. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking like air purifier. It's huge. Yeah. Emilio has one. It's like the wor- yeah, I saw I that. Emilio, the world. Yeah, so he had like he posted a picture of a copy of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> He and I was like, oh, a, wow, I didn't know he had a PS5. He won it in a Facebook raffle group for like $10. The game? No, the fucking PlayStation. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Emilio, I love you, <laughs> but I fucking hate you, man. That's like, the second time you, he's won one. Not only, Wait, he's won he, two he PS5s? He took the cash prize instead of the PlayStation that first time. <laughs> I just want. I'm a, you know what? I take it back, Emilio. I don't. I, I don't hate you. I just want to rub that beautiful bald head of yours, just to get. Just give me like ten percent of that luck, or that you just got floating around that noggin of yours. Oh man, I, I'll even smooch that shining head. Just, just. I, I kissed the mic there. Hey, hey, Emilio. Put, uh, put, put your head on the phone. There you go. <laughs> I'll be sure to let him know to listen to this random bullshit. Even though I hate Soldier Boy, I just kissed Emilio through the phone. His head through the phone. Mm. Did it again. I've kissed this mic three times. Yes. Take a wish. So today, <laughs> today was the release of the Batman Fortnite crossover comic. Yeah, I'm. I'm. And, uh, I still have questions, but I'm. I'm going to read it eventually. I'll yeah. figure it out. No, I, uh, I had like 30 copies in the store, and I had so many phone calls from preteens and middle-aged moms, uh, people just looking for that book, and first thing, dude comes in, grabs the whole stack and tries to buy them, because he's a shit stain. So I tell him to get out, and I take the books, and I put them behind the counter, put a little sign on the wall that says, if you want one of these books, come to the counter. They're one per customer. Brr. I would have to say it, it takes a, a lot of chutzpah to like go to a your local comic store just like grab you just a fistful of just a whole stack off the off the walls like I will purchase all of these. You know, some of these comic speculators, you know, like everyone who's in comics for any even a sliver of the collectability factor will speculate on occasion. But there's some of these asshats who don't even read the fucking books. Yeah, they just, they treat it like. Uh, they treat it like a business. I'm going to get 40 of these at $5 a piece, and I'm going to sell them all for $30 a piece. And you know what? That, that's not how we do it. Like, fuck you. We want people to read the books. You know? Uh, so some people just shitty. And, yeah. and the thing is, this isn't just like, you know, oh, a fun little crossover comment. It's like there is a code in the book that lets you, gives you a an exclusive skin mm-hmm. that you can only get from the book in Fortnite. And like the book came pre-polybagged and then I bagged them myself just in case and I thought that would be enough and I had a little sticker on the front when this son of a bitch came in that said one per customer no exceptions and he still grabbed the whole fucking stack. Like a bitch. It's like why are you grabbing books? You obviously can't read shithead. If I knew his name I'd call him out right now. 
Flander McFuckface. We're we're Come on down. Doxing people on the podcast. Scalper McShithead. That's his. Oh, we'll have to bleep his name. (laughs) Oh, man. So many beeps and boops. We don't beep and boop here. I wish we did. We just. You know, sometimes a good beep or a boop is better than just hearing the fuck word. I'll say it. (laughs) I mean, mean, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. I thought about doing that for. the next Rob's review. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, uh, wait. The, the Rob's review will be out before this episode. Correct. Uh, no, this is coming out this weekend, right? Yeah, Rob's review will be out Thursday. Oh, yeah. Uh, today's Tuesday. Yeah. Whenever, this, whenever this episode happens to fall. Yeah, this one may be tomorrow. And it, and it might be like Monday. Might it's, be Tuesday. Because I get my second shot on Thursday. Uh, so I might be incoherent and unconscious i think it's kind of awesome that like our, our group is getting it pretty much in the same like time cluster yeah because i'm getting mine uh friday and thank christ i have the weekend off <laughs> because i because we, we talked about maybe moving this to a, like a week from today which would be the next tuesday but that's when i'm getting my second <laughs> shot so right. i don't know what's going to happen to me because as it turns out uh, Colt on the AYCH show, he is the only person we know within our like general age bracket who has felt no ne- negative se- effects from the secondary vaccine. It's because Colt's so, not human. I mean, <laughs> he's built different. He's, he's built, built different. different. <laughs> and then he crushes an egg between his biceps. <laughs> oh, I mean, how did how did you react to your first shot, Pat? I didn't have any issue. I just got, you know, just a little prick when it happened. It was a little, just a little tiny no prick rest of the day and I didn't have any issue with oh, it oh man can we yeah. talk we're talking about our little pricks yeah. <laughs> yay we're going around the table talking about our little pricks look I have several ex-girlfriends who are going to turn off the show right now <laughs> uh, how did you react to your shot Cannon uh, well you have like a fever or something chills were they multiplying uh, no didn't feel like I needed to shape up because I needed a man <laughs> my heart was definitely set on you though huh. no um uh no like i didn't even feel the shot at all uh my my arm started to get pretty sore like you said felt similar to getting like charlie horse or someone yeah. just hitting you really hard in the arm that's how i felt i felt like i got charlie horse for an hour and i was fine and the next the next day like was about the peak of the arm hurting and but strangely enough throughout the day by the end of the day, nothing. Didn't feel any pain in my arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, around that morning, I felt I, I felt a little queasy at some point. It lasted maybe like three or four minutes. It wasn't long at all. And then, strangely enough, throughout the rest of the day, like inside, somehow actually felt good. Huh. Like... It's like, huh, I don't know what this feeling is, but I kind of dig it. It's like, you know? <laughs> his vaccine made him feel better. That's the feeling of I got hope. The, I got the sativa version. It's the, <laughs> the feeling of hope and seeing a light at the end of a tunnel. Oh, <laughs> man. Long, beer, dark. Beer number three. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, no, like, like you said, I, I felt like I got Charlie Horse for about an hour and a half as soon as I got shot. And then I was fine. And I felt pretty good the rest of that day. But the uh, the uh, consensus we're getting about the second one is we're gonna die on this one. I think <laughs> John has it probably the worst of anybody that I know personally in the group. I think it's like Tanner and Cody and Wenzel, they all kind of got a little feverish, a little sickly, but not like 
John just feels he's like out. Like he's yeah. they're sick. Didn't Mac say like he kind of had a rough go? Yeah, Mac like said it, he had a rough time with the first one or just the second one. Okay, I, did, I didn't see his response earlier. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I'm 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 just planning on feeling like shit. I'm gonna get a dry erase board and put a little message because I'm getting my shot Thursday morning nine o'clock, going straight to the shop because I live in a hellscape. Uh, so I'm gonna put a little, just a dry erase message on the board. Please excuse me for being unconscious. Just leave the money on our system enforced. <laughs> uh, but hopefully, I mean, I'd love to be one of the ones that feel fine. That'd be really ideal. That that would be nice. Uh, I'll also take the break from work though because it has been banana sandwich there the past like two months it's been yeah. ridiculous just non-stop parent weekends like why do you need so down. many fucking straight shooting with cannon <laughs> you want to know what pisses me off like how this town decides to have parents weekends all the time every saturday the parents have to check up on their kids and you can give me the excuse well we have to do them and you know in like clusters or like different groups because we can't have them come all at once because of covid i was like yeah that's fine but it's it's just ridiculous there's nowhere to park i can't even get to work you because yeah. apparently parents weekend is like I'm gonna get legit pissed if I keep going on. It's like parents it. weekend apparently out. works in this town. It's like if your if your child's last name starts with A through C, you come this weekend and it's just broken down like that. You know I'm gonna have to make a theme song for straight shooting with cannon now. I mean it's fine. I'm, I'm down for it. You plug it in just real quick and just like zip, just like five seconds. Here's, what gets me is I I listen to I mentioned it before. I listen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's just a cannon fire. Boom. <laughs> Straight shoot with cannon. You have that shit turned way up. Uh, uh, like uh, people be driving a car thinking like a goddamn pirate ship is attacking. <laughs> It'd be like those ads that, on the radio that play like police sirens, those shit hits. I, I listen to a lot of the Conrad Thompson podcast family shows. And um, here recently, it's been like in, within the past couple of months, uh, the theme song for uh, Grilling with JR is now the just it's just legit the music of uh, Killing in the Name of by Rage Against the Machine with like audio bites from the show <laughs> interspliced in. It's like Grilling JR, <laughs> son of a bitch, <laughs> man, fuck you, kidding me? It's a sheep, brother, <laughs> and all that. Shit. <laughs> I was just like, how did you get away with that? Like. Do you have a deal with Rage Against the Machine? I don't know how that works. It's like how WCW used to use sound alikes for their entrance theme. No, but those are sound alikes. They yeah. tweaked them. This is legit the song. Well, well it's, it's two things. Um, it's it's the uh, podcast world and the uh, and the long arm of copyright law just does not apply because there's a podcast I listen to. They they put a different like licensed song in their intro and outro <laughs> every week, but then they only have like 400 followers, so like. Who's going to be cracking down on them? Or also, they be they could be playing by AAA rules, and it just played a, like a straight up fucking song because apparently uh, copyright laws do not extend to Mexican wrestling beds because uh, you because you have LA Park just coming out the thriller straight up through our blasting. And yet here on Caging Greatness, we wanted to make sure that nothing was untoward. So instead of just Nick Cage quotes, uh, we all said our favorite ones and worked that into the theme song. So that way, all of you. 
our four listeners know that we are on the right side of the law. We're about five or six by now. Shout out to Joe. Yeah, and actually, no, we're we're getting like forty something listens per episode. Mm. Speaking of Conrad Usually. Thompson, it's 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 like it's just past the three year anniversary when we met Mick Foley, and I also met Conrad Thompson. Oh yeah, that's true. You did meet Conrad, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I miss Mick. He was a good guy. Yeah, I want to meet Mick again. He's a good guy with uh, he's a good guy with uh, good politics. Yep. In yes, fact, the, the, the pop that he signed is right over here, watching over us as we speak. Very nice. Very nice. It's, it, it's always refreshing to see a wrestler with good politics. God only knows they're in the short supply. Oh man, yes, very oh, much so. Yeah. <clears throat> oh Mick, we love you. Yep. We love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think. That I might actually title this episode "Straight Shooting with Cannon" and just make a theme song for that. It's just "Straight Shooting with Cannon," yeah. Or like have the big long bullshit title, like as the subtitle. It's just sub- like like um like those old exploitation movies, like blah blah blah, aka blah, mm-hmm. aka blah. Also, yeah. you, you know, straight shooting with cannon. Like straight shooting. random bullshit. Hashtag Yolo Swag Four Twenty Johnny Blazer. <laughs> Or Cajun greatness, straight shoot with cannon. Yeah, it, 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 instead of you know like a, like a Nick Cage photo cropped in flames, it's just that meme of cannon we have in our group chat. It's like you want to know? Oh, just my little and like mid scream thing. <laughs> I, I have to Make like sure keep, you send me that. So I have, I have to, it. I have That's to. Gonna be it. I have to keep saving that picture because I hate having to like keep scrolling for like years worth of sh- bullshit just to find it. Yeah, it's like straight shoot with cannon. You know what pisses me off when people get mad. <laughs> at Mick Foley for supporting Black Lives Matter. So yeah, th- this is going to be the Cajun Greatness <laughs> Straight Shooting with Cannon. Straight Shooting with Cannon. Hashtag 420 YOLO Swag Blazing. Insert Rage Against the Machine song here. <laughs> Grilling JR. <laughs> Careful with that. We might get a copyright strike because you By who? so much like the original Rage By song. No, no, no. If I started humming smoke on the water, that's when we'll have trouble. <laughs> you know what? Fair. Let's try to beat the system, shall we? Uh, no, uh, no. no. Actually, at this point, apparently, apparently, any like trying to do what is going to get you, get you fucked up. Because that one uh, guy I like who does the mashups, DJ Cummerbund. Yeah, he had a, a mix up or a mashup of WAP and something else, and it lasted like four hours before that shit was just gone. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a shame. It was really good. I DJ Cummerbund has been uh, sort of a reoccurring. Uh, uh, I guess artist in artist. Uh, at work because yeah. we like uh, occasionally somebody will hook up to the Bluetooth speaker and just play something randomly. And I'm always a fan of a good mashup. And DJ Cumberbun knows how to supply a good mashup. Ask Pat. Pat will be the first to tell you how great DJ Cumberbun's <laughs> mashups are. <laughs> Never forget when I actually tweeted him. I was like, I just want you to know that the words to your beautiful song, Pants Feet, are being <laughs> shouted throughout my house. And he re- he replied, he was like, this makes me so happy. <laughs> no, I love that. Like, uh, do you follow him on Facebook? Uh, no, I need to. He makes a habit of anytime someone, like lately it was uh, people keep sending him uh, requests and ideas. And he's like, well, thanks, but I don't do requests, but I appreciate you listening to my music. But being cool about it. Yeah. And they'll always come right back at him like, hey, you're a piece of shit. How dare you? And, and he'll post it. 
because you know they're being assholes. So fuck them. I was like, he doesn't. He doesn't have. He doesn't. He doesn't take requests. He doesn't have to no. do what you he, say. He and that doesn't make him a piece shit. of shit for not yeah. doing. He don't know you a goddamn thing. So he'll post it, and then people get pissy in the comments. And then I saw a couple weeks ago he did one like uh, someone sent him a request, and he's like, "Well, yeah, I'm sorry, I don't take requests or uh, or uh, ideas, but you know, thanks so much for listening." And they're like, "Oh no, it's cool. I just I don't even know if it would work, but I just wanted to throw it out there. Love your stuff." He's like, this is how you do it. I appreciate this guy. And someone in the comments was immediately like, well, you're still beast shit because you don't take requests. Hey, man, fuck you. And he'll respond to these assholes like, hey, you're an idiot. And just tear them up. And it's hilarious. Check him out on the Facebook. I need to do that. I've been, uh, I forgot how, what was the one? Oh, it was Third Eye Blind. It was a semi-charm kind of life yeah, mixed with uh, Third Eye saw. Blind with. Uh, was it Chumbawamba? <laughs> no, no, no. That's, it's a. Uh, it's sign, yeah. But and I have, oh, fuck, I have the song. I'm Ace of Base, Ace of Base, and then DMX. Yes, rest, rest in, peace. in peace, DMX. Rest yeah. in peace, man. But uh, it's so good. Yeah, it is. It has no right to be that good. And I've been listening to it even more lately, just because of DMX's passing. I love the uh, I love the the basket flies, the the Green Day plus uh, Owl City. You know, I actually think I have not. Oh, that's that's that a really good. I remember yeah, it's, listening it's to that one. Basket case plus fireflies. Top really good. three favorite DJ Comer bun mashups and go. Basket flies sign and uh, probably the one he did of Michael Jackson's Black or White with "Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My Car" and "Some 41." Mm. But also, no, I, I take it back. That's my number four. My number three is absolutely the Lionel Richie Commodores and Kiss mashup, where it's uh, rock and roll all night mixed with easy like Sunday morning. I love that one. Ah, nice. Yeah, it's a good time. Pat, pants feet three times. Yeah, pants. <laughs> it's the only one I know by name. Sorry. <laughs> No, you know freckle feet as well. Oh yeah, that, that. and uh, basket flies. Yeah. I do know that one. So there you go. Pants feet, freckle feet, and basket flies. <laughs> the bad thing is I don't know their exact titles. Yeah, but oh uh, shit, um, <laughs> because we have like a we have like a, a like a short list of videos that we just throw up at the house. Yeah, <laughs> pants feet, freckle feet are one. Um, flamingos from Mark Rubillet. Oh man, we got to talk about that here shortly. Like, give your list, but um, uh, um, in no particular order, I fucking love uh, blurry in the USA, the puddle of mud, Miley Cyrus mashup, <laughs> and and it looks like he has updated that since. Yeah, yeah, like to look, clips of uh, things of of the times, huh. and it makes it, it kind of makes it a little darker. Watch yeah. the video, at least. I haven't seen that, but one in a um. While. Also, um, what was it? I I saw the semi charm kind of life, yeah. whatever sign, yeah. yeah, sign. And the other one would probably be because God, it works so goddamn well together. Um, that disturbed Stevie Wonder mashup, <laughs> that of, like their one. cover of Land of Confusion with Stevie Wonder. Yeah, it's good times. But, you know, we always throw up random videos at our house. Uh, as Pat mentioned, Mark Ribelay is thrown up all the time. And I have to tell this story here. I can't believe, and this is straight shooting, also slash Conrad Thompson Memorial Podcast. But he's but not he's, dead. I know he's not dead. I meant like, you know, <laughs> tribute podcast. We're coming for your neck, Conrad. We're coming for you, Conrad. No, we love you, Conrad. I love you, Conrad. I think you're all right. Straight shooting with Pat. Fuck off. But... 
I hedging did, your bets with Justin. I think you're I, all right. <laughs> I had never heard of Mark Revelay until an episode of What Happened When with Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson. Really? Yes. He He's like, Tony, did you see the video link I sent you? You need to check the clip right now. And he played a little bit of the audio on there. Like, this the Flamingo song, the one that started it all for me. It's like, yo. Oh, drop. Sorry. It's like, yo, I'm hopping all around. I'm a pink bird. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I found the video and watched it. And... And then just like, that's where it all started. I was like, this is great and insane, and I love everything about this. Eyeball child bitch. Eyeball child bitch. (laughs) Give me your grandma. Give me me her vagina. vagina. Give me your grandma's vagina. (laughs) But, and oh man, it's good to say this. Um, It looks like our first uh, concert... Uh, back in a COVID era is going to be at Avondale Brewing Company to see Mark Rebele live in concert. I'm so fucking pumped. In October. In October, yes. We we still have a while for this We're one. halfway yeah. there. Oh, halfway there. living halfway on there. a prayer. Whoa, lizard in a chair. <laughs> Whoa, there's some pubic hair. I don't like Bon Jovi. <laughs> I know you don't like Bon Jovi. On the steel horse, all right. I, I will be vague and non-committal about many, many things. Again, that's <laughs> why the you're joke a coward. Is, that's, that's why it's straight shooting. That's with why cannon. you're straight shooting with cannon. I spent twenty eight years hedging your bets with Justin. Place. But. Uh, uh, when it comes to music, I will absolutely <laughs> say something shitty to me. Look at I don't. I don't care. I hate Bon Jovi. known. Jonathan. Oh, okay. John, Jonathan opened up uh, a door that's been locked in my brain. Oh no. For a millennia now. <laughs> And it's this goddamn Bon Jovi song. It's like, who says you can't go home? <laughs> so whatever the fuck. It's and not, I'm like, oh, no. It's not a good song. Like, that is the worst thing ever. My mom used to love that song. A, par- a lot of old people really <laughs> used to love that song. Yep. My mom, I, I loved her to death. She had terrible taste in music. <laughs> She's the reason I hate Joan Jett. Oh, yeah? That song, I Love Rock and Roll, can't do it. Could have sworn it was because of Ronda Rousey. No, no, I hated Joan Jett before that. Ronda you Rousey, hated it before it was cool. Yeah, I was a hipster. <laughs> uh, and like, She seems like a nice enough lady. I'm, people love her music. That's great. I can't deal with it because my mom loved that song and just played it to death and then sang along. And my mom couldn't sing for shit. And she danced along. And my mom couldn't dance for shit. Like, she's, she was not good at it. And she did that from the time I was born until the time she died. And I hate that song. To this day, I can't listen to the more than five seconds before I get like generally, like genuinely angry. <laughs> I just hate it that much. It's understandable. Yeah. My, my mom, I listen to the share CD all the time. And that's that's a shoot. <laughs> Straight shoot with cannon. <laughs> I'm about to shoot back, boy. <laughs> I don't like Cher. Oh, man. Or Bon Jovi. Or, or Joan Jett. Or Jason Momoa. <laughs> Not really hedging a lot of bets this time. <laughs> Speaking of like artists that are shitheads, I wonder if um, Aaron Lewis, who is recently going to have a reunion virtual concert with his uh, boys in St- with Stained, 
Uh, I wonder if there's going to be any point during this all virtual concert where there's going to be no fans in attendance where he tells the fans that aren't in attendance to uh, stop talking while all the members of the band of this virtual concert unplug so they can do an acoustic version of a song so all the fans that are not there can hear the song for this virtual concert because I, Aaron Lewis is a fucking asshole but that's <laughs> a, that feels like a really specific gripe all right you have. this was like I'm during glad you said stained though because I, I have no I, like you said Aaron Lewis I'm like, yeah I, I, he's the lead singer no, um, this was I think this is around uh, when we were on lockdown for the most part. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it may have been a little before, like when concerts and shit were still going on. But like, Aaron Lewis was doing his solo country bullshit shenanigans, and uh, apparently his final song, uh, I guess it was titled like "Thank You." I don't know, but the gimmick was he wanted everyone in the crowd, you know, the people that paid their hard-earned money to be there to see him perform live and hear him perform live. While he unplugs his acoustic electric guitar and doesn't use the microphone so the entire venue can hear him perform the song. Gee, I wonder how everyone in the venue could hear him play this song. Put up your shit and quit being a pretentious asshole. Oh my God, I can't believe I used to listen to you back in the day. Such a douche (laughs) nozzle. Straight shooting with Cannon. Aaron Lewis fucking sucks. <laughs> that actually reminds me of a video I saw. Of uh, It was a band called Saves the Day. I loved the band Saves the Day. Hmm. They're really good. Uh, their song Freakish was fa- it's still fantastic. It's one of my favorite songs. And their lead singer uh, did the same thing in a crowd. This was like 10 years ago, in the early days of YouTube. But it's because all the sound shit just crapped on him. He had nothing. Yeah. So he just walked out into the crowd, stood on the guardrail and, with his guitar and sang the song. And the crowd sung along with him. It was really cool cool and i just wanted to tell that nice story about a band i like you see see i'm glad there was an instance where that scenario worked but the, the couple of videos that i saw it happened uh there were two instances where i saw this happen there was one instance where he was like getting so angry that he decided to get on the microphone you know so everyone could hear him um to uh yell and curse at them it's like if you don't shut the fuck up and let me play this song as a thank you for y'all i'm gonna fucking leave the stage blah 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 and then he like starts strumming some more chords you know off mic you know well you know no one can hear him um he goes it's ironic that this song's called fucking thank you but you won't shut the fuck up, so you won't hear the song. It's it just it just really rustles my jimmies, it and it's stupid. Like there was awesome. another instance where he did that, and the people wouldn't stop talking. Also, it was a predominantly uh, Spanish speaking audience, so the odds are there's a lot of people there who didn't know what the fuck he was saying in the first place. So both instances, he walked away being a dick. One of which just like threw a water bottle into the crowd and like threw his guitar down like a baby back bitch, butternut bitch, <laughs> and ran off the stage. Yeah, yeah, he sounds. And you like know what? Shit. You know who we can thank for giving him a career? Fred Durst. Bringing it full circle. I'm j- just saying it's a fact. Fuck you, Fred Durst. Fuck you. <laughs> so, all right, what artist pissed you off, Pat? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of if I have any ongoing beefs with even school recording artists. Straight shooting with Pat. Uh, it's as the undisputed era pissed off and mad about it. <laughs> have the remnants of undisputed era blocked you yet? Uh, no. Oh, good. Well, why would undisputed era block? Wait, what? What was the gimmick? Like some people were like trying to get like 
make your tweet seen by somebody in wrestling to get blocked by them or whatever. We talked about it on a show. Undisputed. It may not have been undisputed. There was somebody in NXT, I, I believe. Mm, uh, or was it AEW? It was... Um uh, SCU. Oh yeah, never mind. Oh, I'm yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, did you? Sorry. Did you get blocked by SCU? Uh, let me check. Oh no, it might have happened. <laughs> because like I made a tweet a while back because uh, SCU um, were in the audience of AEW and they, I said they had mad stepdad energy <laughs> because they're they're dressed very plainly and they look like fathers. <laughs> Pat sent me the cannon meme <laughs> picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's going to be the logo for this episode. Straight shooting with cannon. Here's my blurry face. Straight shooting with cannon. Blurring USA. Good mashup by DJ Cumberbund. You should give that shit a listen. Not sponsored by DJ Cumberbund. But, I mean, if he wanted to, to hang out, he throws Macho Man and all his songs. Can we, oh, man. Uh, like, let's so get him good. on a Discord like interview podcast yeah. situation. I would love to talk with DJ Comer. Oh, that would be great. Do yeah. you think he would chat with us? Do you think he I would give know. us the time of day? Probably not. But, I mean. Well, considering how, considering how big he is, I'm sure he gets lots of people asking to come on their various thing and I'm sure yeah. if, he, if he doesn't take requests I doubt he'll take requests to be on people's yeah I don't think he would big league us I just think that he's you know, a caging or Nick Cage podcast with like five listeners it's not really gonna be an enticing offer for a lot of people well it's a weird thing because and also by the way I'm not blocked by Christopher Daniels or Frankie Kazarian oh, maybe they agree with you what because about Scorpio Sp- Sky uh, was it in the audience because he's doing his own thing well yes. now he's with uh, Ethan Page yeah. all ego Ethan Page all ego Ethan Page everything that's right watch AEW Wednesday nights on TNT whoop whoop that's usually when we record but that's not Wednesday today's a Tuesday my dudes yeah well we, we record uh, uh, we record uh, Wednesday after the show we watch yeah, we, wrestling we, and then we record because our, our normal routine here we're going to take you behind the curtain a little bit here are normally here as, at least here lately we usually watch the movie in question on a Tuesday yep. and then we you know take the night to marinate on it the next day we watch AEW Dynamite and then we go to straight shooting with Cannon downstairs and start you mean, you mean Cajun Greatness we start straight shooting with Cannon we're not featuring Cajun Greatness to this. I don't know <laughs> I don't know I might have to take this one over I may have something here <laughs> we already have spinoffs <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like someone please tag Aaron Lewis <laughs> Straight shoot with Cannon. I fuck, mean, you, fuck you, Aaron he, Lewis. He, had, he had your feud last year with um. Oh fuck! I, my brain has left me. What was goddamn? What was the shitty band you were feuding with last year? Trapped. The trap. Trapped. Trap. I wasn't feuding with anyone. I was just like keeping up to date with the fucking meltdown. Yeah. See, the funny thing, all the pictures that I would, all the like screenshots that I shared from Twitter and put on uh, Facebook are now popping up in my. Oh, this happened one year ago, and I'm just like, it still <laughs> baffles my brain that it's been like a year yeah. since COVID just like just fucked everything up. Yeah. No. And um, but no, um, I was just keeping up with it. I even uh, directly tweeted a trap during their. Well, not trap. It's it's Chris Taylor Brown, the douchebag fucking lead singer. Um, I directly uh, tweeted him back and was just like called him out on his bullshit. And he was replying to everyone. Yeah. He was literally just going coming at everybody. Uh, he wasn't headstrong enough to take me on though. So you know, 
So he won't take on anyone? Apparently not. No, he's a bitch who dookies his pants on stage, <laughs> allegedly. I mean, you do have a feud with Baron Corbin, though. I did, yes. An, an actual feud. An actual feud. I think, yeah. I think my Twitter description still says, like, hated by Baron Corbin or some shit like that. That's fair. Wow, I need to update it because I love you, Stephen Larson, uh, of the Going and Raw podcast. The, these guys... Kind of got me passionate about wrestling again. Unfortunately, I don't listen to their show that much anymore because they're very WWE-based, and I just don't watch WWE anymore. Yep. But my description on Twitter is endorsed by the Going and Raw podcast because I used to do things called Raw Rants, and Steve here would actually throw me a bone and like give me shout-outs on Twitter while I was doing those back on YouTube before I got demonetized. <laughs> well, you know what? You should uh, you should leave that on there and then reach out to him about straight shooting with cannons. Straight shooting with cannons. I mean, you, you can put... You, you can, get him you to shout out. I've been wink winking and nudge nudging his ass to have an AEW correspondent for the Going in Raw YouTube channel. And I'm like, hey man, you want somebody to just do like quick reviews about Dynamite? I'm your guy. Just throw me on there. Mm-hmm. But to finish my description, endorsed by the Going in Raw podcast and hated by WWE's Baron Corbin. I make YouTube videos and tweet sometimes. Friendo, then now forever. Yeah, I really need to update this. But yes, um, whenever I would make my uh, Raw reviews on on YouTube, I would take a screenshot of said video and put it to Instagram, you know, use a bunch of hashtags to get the, you know, playing the social game and whatnot. And uh, I guess uh, I didn't, I did not directly tag Baron Corbin in this post, but I guess Baron Corbin was out vanity searching one night while he was on the road again being terrible losing his hair i mean kudos for you finally shaving your fucking hair because that that swamp grass looking um skullet you had looking like devin townsend back when he was in strapping young lad uh it's kind of like when cesaro was losing his hair but it was still long it was was hanging by a thread or Shawn michaels no yeah. Oh, God, yeah. But uh, I don't have the comment in front of me. I don't have it word for word. But Baron Corbin did, like, get in my fucking comments on my on my Instagram. Said something along the lines of, it's like, cute, you have a YouTube channel where you, um, where you talk, where you, uh, talk shit about everything. Uh, I hope your video stays at like 12 views or whatever. And I was just like, I thought about two things. I was just like, wait a minute, Baron Corbin watched my video. <laughs> ah, he didn't watch my fucking video. Uh. And two, it's like, wow, you really went digging deep into the, the Instagram sphere to find my little fucking neck of the woods, didn't you? <laughs> the big banter Corbin at it again. <laughs> big breakfast Corbin. Sad Tony Corbin. And word around the campfire is I was right all along. He still sucks. I wouldn't know. I haven't yeah. watched WWE since oh, I 2018. I, I just keep hearing that he sucks. No, that's fair. I, and it's weird because, uh, again, with Going and Raw Podcast, the one and only shirt that I've bought from them was a, it's a parody shirt of Baron Corbin. It has a wolf on it, and the shirt just says, Hey, you're not 
me. <laughs> you see, if the if the shirt actually talked, that's how it would sound like yeah. like a derpy like a derpy er version of Baron Corbin. Straight shoot with cannon. Fuck Aaron Lewis and Baron Corbin. Yeah, it's like three three cannon blasted rope. <laughs> oh man, watch this shit be our highest listened to. Like all the ratings, everyone's gonna love this shit. Like they don't yeah. care about our our Nick. Cage well, I, I guess we're gonna have to keep up with the like the time because we don't want it to like crash in the middle of us talking. Or no, it's, or why it's not. probably about time to wrap it up. We're in an hour twenty. Oh, we're gonna wrap it up. We're not going to go four hours for the first episode of Straight Shooting. We can't. I mean, we can keep going if y'all have more shit to say. I mean. We just do a quick intermission. I mean, I got to pee, so it'll be a good time for a break. All yeah. right. So, we uh, take a yeah, little break. That's fine with this word from our entirely fake sponsor that we're just going to make up on the fly. Straight Shooting with Cannon. Coming soon to a podcast theater near you. Podcast theater? Yeah. That, it's a those, thing. Are those Kevin things? Smith, Kevin Smith had one for a minute, yes. It's not really a podcast theater, though, is it? He's just recording his podcast whilst in a theater. But, that, which makes it a podcast theater, theater at the that mind, point. Jim. Mm, he's not wrong. We'll be right back, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> testing one, two. Testing one, two. This is, this is... Testing one, two. Testing one, two. This is this is Rob's review. The Marine Corps decided that they would throw in their lot with amphibious warfare. Well, number one, how are we going to get guys from the ship to the shore? Shell of any size that is judged in millimeters is more than likely going to be shot by an armored vehicle, unless you're the British. And this has been Rob's review. Testing one, two. Testing one, two. This is... This is... Testing one, two. Testing one, two. This is this is Rob's review. Perhaps. Welcome back. Thank you for enjoying the intermission, which will probably be uh, uh, more of Rob's review. Don't know. We haven't gotten that far yet. Enjoy our lack of preparedness. But thank you for the opportunity for me to go upstairs and get more of these. Yes. He's now on his fifth beer of the podcast. That's not accurate. I mean, it's very accurate, yes. But to say, I can count. Yeah. I am also of legal age to do this. I didn't say you weren't. I know. I also am in my own house. (laughs) That's right. You can't commit any crimes in your own home. Nope, Nope. sure can't. As as soon as you walk inside and close the door behind you, no law can find you. No law will find you. That's not accurate at all, and we don't endorse that way of thinking here. (laughs) The the law only happens when the police come in. It's the law of the flamingo. Because they bring the law with them, also ACAB. It's the law of the flamingo, bitch. No rules here. No rules here. Mm. Get some wah wah. Drink some wah wah. I cannot fucking wait to see Mark Rebelay in concert. It's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be fan. I, I kind of hate that like he's he won't like take requests. I get it. Like he makes all the shit up like on the spot, which yeah. it's gonna be fantastic. I was about to say it's hard to hard to do requests if you're just making it up as you go. I know. It's which not is why imp- I it's not like, like a call and response I- improv. Just do like Flamingo Part Two or something. <laughs> girls Club. I want to get in that Girls Club. So what we were talking about before, like uh, Twitter, like Twitter. Twitter battles like 10 like, minutes ago. I got nothing. Min, uh, min, that was longer than 10 minutes. Mm. We've been peeing and getting beers and putting sheets in the dryer. Yeah. Having a good old time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I will say, um, uh, yeah, New, New Jack came at me at, on Twitter. 
Well, I've already mentioned this on a podcast. I'm not sure which one at this point. But I want to say it was this one. Because I did a video about New Jack yeah uh years ago you know just you know talking about the stuff that's already out there and you know fuck it i don't like new jack he like hurts people on purpose yeah no, he's kind of a shithead yeah he's not kind of a shithead he is a shithead yeah. new jack yeah straight shooting with cannon hates aaron lewis um fuck what was that aaron corbin baron corbin and new jack pew pew <laughs> pew pew straight shooting but uh, yeah i made a video about it and every now and then i get a comment on that video from a new jack uh <laughs> sympathizer and like it'll be like new fuck jack you. apologist yeah it's like fuck you you stupid fat fuck you no fucking shit about shit blah 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 and then like i like screenshot it and post it on twitter and i think in this instance i was just like oh look another it's like you gotta love the new jack supporters and then i get a response from someone with new jack in the profile picture something involving new jack in the name said i do and i was like ah this kid this isn't the real new jack so i look it up doesn't appear like doesn't have that many followers but then the more digging i did the more i realized oh wow this is new jack because apparently his original account got deleted like uh several days before and this was his new one? That sounds about right. Because yeah. it was slowly gaining all the followers back that he had. And I was just like, oh, wow, this is the new, this is the real new Jack. Yeah. So, yeah. Moral of the story is, yeah. fuck new Jack. <laughs> I ain't scared of you. <laughs> I'm just going to knock on the door. I'm sure, like, like, look, we all know Mass Transit had no wrestling training. He yeah. lied his ass off. I, too, have not had any wrestling training, but I bet your ass I can hold my own in a wrestling match with New Jack if he knew how to wrestle. Uh, throwing shots here on straight shooting with cannon. Straight shooting with cannon. Pew, pew. He can stab you in the face, but can't hit a suplex for shit. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Straight shooting. Stop signs and garage cans. Pew, pew. <laughs> also, he acts garage like cans? What the? <laughs> also, he acts like he invented the cannonball or some shit. Like he just invented the cannonball. Yeah, he's like, oh, how dare these people do dives when I did the best dives. No, you did the, you just like jumped off the highest thing. It's like, bitch, you, you fell. You <laughs> were like, you were like Shane McMahon before Shane McMahon. And somehow Shane McMahon did it better than you. Well, everybody knows that Ryback invented the cannonball. <laughs> no, you want to know what Ryback invented? Every- Twitter polls that backfire the fuck on you. Ryback invented <laughs> wrestling. Did you see the Twitter poll of, that he posted that's been going around everywhere? No. Okay, he asked, hey, what, what company would you like to see Ryback in in the future? He put it up, it was like AW. What was it like? WWE, AEW, Impact. I don't think it was WWE. Yeah. I don't know. It was three actual companies mm-hmm. and retire. Seventy <laughs> percent of the vote was retire out of almost thirteen thousand votes. That's the, the poll was up for like I don't know, like a day or two. I don't know. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> That's fantastic. Like I'm, it's like I'm not saying I hate Ryback. I'll say it. I mean, you can say it. Ryback sucks. I mean, he, but he's just a dumbass. He's a big dumbass. He's a big dumbass. He's fun he's to watch. People. He's he's fun. He does hurt people. Oh, oh, god damn. Yeah, it's not like you've had five beers or anything. Yeah, you've had none because you're a square. Yep, that's right. I'm a square. You know what you and CM Punk have in common? We don't no drink. one likes you. 
Oh, that's no, I'm kidding. <laughs> that's I like mean. I, I redact that statement. I, I take that all that. CM Punk's like capital, like social capital, has just been plummeting in the last few years. Because I like you, Shim. I also like CM Punk. Yeah, I'm wearing a CM Punk shirt right you now. You are. Holy crap. Yeah. How fun. Punk. Yeah. I found out CM Punk was in a new movie recently. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah, it's called Jacob's Wife. Mm-hmm. It's about this uh, church man whose wife gets like involved with a vampire, and CM Punk plays a cop in it. Not much of a punk anymore, are you now, CM? Well, I think oh, that's man. the joke. I need to. Also, he's kind of a, he's kind of a punk in real life because he's just. You know, he got me into wrestling. I, I I liked his stuff, and you know, I still appreciate what he did in the ring. But just him as a person has sort of soured me on him the last several years. And see, you know, the thing is, like with all the stuff that he gets in, the the, the fighting and whatnot, I understand a lot of where he's coming from. I really do, because. You know, he had a really, really shitty family, so he has severe trust issues. And I had a really, really shitty family, so I have severe trust issues. So, I mean, I, I get it. It's not right. It's a good. He should go to therapy. I should go to therapy. Uh, I'm pretty fucked up. But, you know. Beer's cheaper. <laughs> therapy is expensive. So, you know, I, I get it. I really do. So, it's, it's not ideal. Um... But, you know, like shit happens to you and it makes you behave certain ways and act certain ways. And, you know, things things get to you more than they ought to and you don't realize it at the time. Yeah, it's almost like things that happen to you in life mold you into the person that you become. But also it's not an excuse for bad behavior because people only people who have very uh, distressful childhoods and life experiences, but they still don't let that affect them uh Negatively, or let allow them to affect other people negatively. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Also, CM Punk's <laughs> wife and Denise from the George Lopez show are making a movie, aren't they, Shim? Yeah, uh, we saw that during the intermission. What's wrong, uh, Cap? What's wrong, Captain Shim? Amy Garcia. And What's wrong? AJ why, Lee. Why did you sigh at my uh, Batman quote? <laughs> AJ Lee will be writing the sequel. You heard that right? The sequel to the Keanu Reeves epic <laughs> 47 Ronin. Like a film, a movie. The yes, a movie. Wait, I thought it was going to be a comic because didn't she write a comic recently? Uh, yeah, no, she helped. Or is writing a comic? The Dungeons and Dragons uh, comic. Yeah, fucking nerds. God damn it! (laughs) But no, apparently she's writing the sequel to Forty Seven Ronin. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. 48 Ronin. I've seen 47 Ronin. I, I can't remember. I know we talked about it on the uh, Keanu Reeves uh, retrospective yeah, on the AYCH should, should podcast. Go back and check it out. We talked about several Keanu Reeves movies. That was a fun um, episode. Great time. Uh, uh, some of his more um, underappreciated films, like Johnny Demonic and uh, uh, Devil's <laughs> and Advocate. Soaker's Dracula. Constantine. Constantine. I love Constantine. I hate hate that cult. Like, I love Devil's Advocate, but I really hate that cult beat me to Constantine because, God fucking damn it, let's just talk about how under-fucking-appreciated that movie is. Very much so. 
I mean, I know a lot of people talk shit because it was like too different from the comics. But we have a great big Constantine fan over here, and, he, and they love it. It's yeah. not that different, really. Like they changed the setting. Yeah, and it's America instead of England. And the coat's a different color. Big coat's a different wolf. color, and he's not English. He's not blonde <laughs> either. He's still blonde, yes. a complete bastard, and everyone around him gets killed and suffers. Yep. And uh, it's pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. It's just not English. And plus, it's, a, it's just a slick looking movie. That's a, it's a, it's yeah. a good movie. Like, it's a good it time. is still to this day my favorite depiction of hell on screen. It's a good one. That's yeah. for sure. I like What Dreams May Come, though. I thought that was good. Oh, God, I, had I haven't seen, seen that. that. I was like eight I years old. love that movie. It's the, the visuals in that movie are fantastic. Robin Williams, Maudlin Robin Williams, in What, what Dreams, Dreams May, May Come, Come? What is and this? Bicentennial Man. Like I love those movies. Like Bicentennial Man, I have seen. That's a fantastic movie. Anybody mm-hmm. can fucking fight me all day on that. Damn one. right. Like, uh, but What Dreams May Come is where Robin Williams dies and goes to heaven. Cuba Gooding Jr. is there for some reason, and uh, then his his wife kills herself out of grief. So he ventures into hell with Max von Sydow to rescue her. Yeah, it's, I have it's Inferno, but with Robin Williams. I have never seen this movie. It's or- really fucking good. Wow. Uh, hell, and, and also, there's a lot of classic paintings in um mm-hmm. and and the descent to, to hell. While we're on the subject of underrated Robin Williams performances, I didn't know until recently that people don't like Patch Adams, and I'm like, why? That movie's fantastic. Well, Patch Adams is kind of a, a funny little bird because it drastically changes the real life story it's based off like uh, the, the the woman doctor in the movie his love interest was a man in real life and he was not romantically interested in the Patch Adams character mm. and uh, basically they sort of just took a lot of liberties with a real life story oh so that's why people didn't like and it. the real dude is not a great dude really there are some issues with that dude uh, that I have seen uh, I, I don't remember specifically what, but I remember distinctly reading about this guy and going, I don't know if that's so Well, coming from someone who has not done a drop of research on the real subject matter that Patch Adams is based off yeah. of, no, the I think great. it's a great movie. The movie's great. Absolutely. In, in, a, in Pat- a complete vacuum, yeah. <laughs> Patch Adams could be a very enjoyable film. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman was fantastic. Yes, that that scene uh, where he goes to Patch because his patient won't eat and he's just broken. Like I, I know everything there is to know about medicine and I can't get her to eat. He's just he's so broken inside, and I I love that he was a great actor. It, it, yep. Is Philip Seymour? I, I have not seen this movie since I was like eight. But I was thinking, is Philip Seymour Hoffman like the like this like the um, the snotty like looks down his nose? It's like oh, we we only are facts and reason, no joy, only medicine. And he's like, oh, laughter does help. Yes, I'm gonna it talk. It, yeah, <laughs> I called it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm re- I'm really glad you brought up Bicentennial Man because no one talks about that movie. I, I have the DVD. I love that movie. I love that movie. It's so good. I haven't seen it in years, but I remember every frame of it. You would love What Dreams May Come. Yeah, it's very much in that same vein. Uh, speaking of uh, on the subject, <laughs> Robin Williams, uh, Jack. 
I like Jack well enough. I like Jack. Jack. But it's it's the one where he ages four times as fast yes. as a normal person. Like he's 40 when he's 10 years old. He looks yeah. 40 when he's 10 years I old. Sh- I sure hope he doesn't have sex with a woman in that movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because even though he's a, a grown man's body, he's still a child at mine, and that's kind of Well, icky. I'll just tell you this. This movie also has Fran Drescher in it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, Mr. Sheffield. By the way, What Dreams May Come is on Amazon Prime right now. Okay. I will put that on the list of things that I will forget to watch. Yep. I mean, we have a big list of stuff we're supposed to watch. I don't know. It's house. Robin Williams. That's definitely going on the top of the list. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Now, I would put that on... Um, it's like where it's like where were you in nine eleven? It's like where were you when you found out that Robin Williams died? I was in Jackson. I don't remember where I was. I just remember crying. Yeah, I remember not having fun when I found out. It was yeah. not pleasant. Yeah, super sad. I don't mean to bring that. <laughs> yeah, the, the tenor of the show just changed. <laughs> Straight crying with Justin. Straight crying. (laughs) Straight shooting with Tanner. Robin Williams should still be alive. Yeah. Uh, There aren't that many celebrity deaths that I know where I was when I found out, actually. Uh, I remember remember where I was when Steve Irwin died. I don't remember that one. I remember I was, um, it was during the summer, I was over at my aunt and uncle's house having like, you know, like a family pool party and I saw that on TV. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Something bad almost happened. <laughs> I, kn- I know where I was so, when uh, Brody Lee died. <laughs> yeah. I was at the shop. I remember where I was when Roddy Piper died. I was driving to the shop and Liz texted me that Roddy Piper had died. Yeah, um, I remember uh, yeah, getting like, I was. I was, remember being pretty choked up when I heard about Brody Lee passing. Like, I was a wreck after that Brody Lee tribute. Oh, yeah. AEW no, did. it's just uh, laying there crying for three hours. Yeah, I was um, at my mom's house for Christmas. Liz and I were at mom's for Christmas, and uh, my cousin uh, my cousin was there with her husband, and uh, you would text me, and I looked down. Uh, well, you know, it's either group chat or you text me, and I looked down, and you said, I was like, holy shit, that is... Was not ready for that. Yeah. But, like, other time, like, I don't know, like, oh, shit. Is that the subject now, like, celebrity deaths that shook us? I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess if we're going more most recent, like, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I was on the couch watching a, a, live, a live stream of... Um, it was it was like some sort of like movie trivia thing. It was like Jericho versus um, Kevin Smith. I forgot the show, but yeah. whatever it was, it was like Screen Junkies. Uh, I never watched that channel. I haven't watched that channel in years. But I was like, oh, Kevin Smith versus Chris Jericho. Oh, well, I'm gonna check this out. I'm watching a live stream, and then all of a sudden, somebody's like, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman in the in the chat, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Somebody's obviously trolling. And then like more people started saying it, and then I immediately clicked off the stream and looked it up, and then. The breaking fucking news: Chadwick Boseman just died, and I'm just like screaming in the living room. No, I, re- I remember that night. The four of us were all just having like a family night, just hanging out watching TV. And then I remember, like, I was sitting next to Liz, and I was like, saw that on Twitter. It's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, I wonder if Chadwick will get a posthumous Oscar this year because his last movie, one of his last movies, uh, Ma Rainey's White Bottom, is up for an Oscar. I mean, it worked for Heath Ledger. So he, it's, 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 because, you know, it's something I wondered about 
because he was he was up for a best supporting actor this year. I think. Yeah, I want to see. I for, I'm sorry, I forgot the the name of the movie. I want to see that movie he did. It's on Netflix that the Russo brothers directed. I Again, I don't remember the name, but Chadwick Boseman is the star of it. I do think that Heath Ledger didn't deserve the Oscar that year. Straight shooting with cannon. <laughs> pew pew. I mean, I will say it was. I mean, I mean, let, let's call it what it is. I mean, he got it because he died. Yeah, he was really, really good. It was really good. I'm not going to say he didn't deserve it though. Uh, well, that was the same year that. Robert- well, yeah. Give me. Well, give me the performances that year. Uh, what, I, who was I, he up against? Okay. He got up Pull up the list. There, no, no. I know exactly who should have won it. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. for Tropic Thunder. Yeah, but you know movies like that don't win shit. Yeah, award comedies. Like that. It got, I know. It, it was nominated. For what? For uh, Best Supporting Actor. I the mean, same you know, like comedies can get nominated, but like comedies historically do not win well. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying like it should have won instead of Heath Ledger. Robert Downey Jr. should have won instead of Heath Ledger. Is what I was saying, because Heath Ledger won that year. Uh, let's see, looking it up, it was 2009. Best Supporting Actor, or 2008. Nominee. The Dark Knight uh, came out in 2000. Yeah, it would have qualified for the 2009 Oscars. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we have Josh Brolin in Milk. He was fine. Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road. Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, and Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Oh, wow. Yeah, huh. I, I still think Robert Downey Jr. should have won it. I think he might have won it that year if uh, if Heath hadn't died. Straight shooting with Justin. Pew, pew. You know what? I really hate to admit it, but I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah. I If... In a world where Heath Ledger was still breathing, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. would have won. Yeah. But, you know, he was great in The Dark Knight. So yeah, I'm not going to. He gonna, was really great. Yeah. Like, I still to this day, like, have to catch myself and wrap my head around the fact that that was Heath Ledger as the Joker. Because yeah. I've seen, like, seeing him in everything else and then seeing him in that. Yeah. It's I was change. like, whoa. Yeah. It's still not my favorite Batman movie. I know. What's your favorite Batman movie, Justin? Batman Returns. I I can't. I I got nothing on that one. Batman Returns is fantastic. Yeah. I um. I feel like in it's weird to say because, uh, I do agree. Kevin Smith, um, Tim Burton obviously didn't know dick all about Batman, but I'm not gonna shit on the movies. I will say, I think I enjoy Batman Returns over the first one. Yeah. Well, to me, it's the best Batman movie. Like, I love The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is clearly, out of all the films that feature a character named Batman, it is the best film. Like, it's the most well-made film. Except for Batman Mask of the Phantasm, which is the best Batman movie. Fight me. But as far as live action... I can't fight you. I haven't seen it The second best Batman movie is Lego Batman. I mean, it's, it's hard to disagree. But out of live action Batman movies, The Dark Knight might be the least Batman Batman movie. To me, it just feels like Heat featuring a dude dressed as Batman. You know, it's a crime thriller. Uh, so it, I just, it's why it's probably my, I'm not going to say least favorite because Batman and Robin is a thing. I mean, to compare, I, I get your comparison, but I don't, I don't get how it's a bad thing. 
Well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's just if I'm watching a Batman movie, I want it to feel like I'm watching a Batman movie. But when I watch The Dark Knight, it feels like I'm watching a crime thriller and Christian Bale is also there dressed as Batman. It just... <laughs> like, if you're a Batman movie, if you're making a Batman movie and the thing that feels most out of place is your Batman, I think somewhere along the line you took a misstep. I'm a mark for the Nolan trilogy. I, I got nothing in this fight. No, see, I, I love I Batman love Begins, and I'll defend The Dark Knight Rises. Batman Those... Begins is does not get the love it deserves. No. That one feels like a Batman movie more so than The Dark Knight. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. And it gave us a really good game that nobody talks about either. I love that, that Batman game. Begins game that was game fun was as awesome. fuck. Without what? that game, there is no Arkham series. I maintain it that. Did, yeah, it did have like a fear-based system first. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it was a wonkier version. Stealth. I mean, no, it was it, no. I, I'm not even going to say wonky from uh, the old uh, retro replay. Like I've, I've watched like YouTubers play this game again, and excuse me, uh, and it's pretty much the same system. It's like, huh, get one guy. Oh, I'm a little scared. I'll get this other guy. Oh, I'm shitting my pants. Yeah. It was really good. And the driving sequences that were just like my favorite racing series of all time, Burnout, mm-hmm. where you're like in the fucking like Tumblr Batmobile in the a tank, essentially just wrecking mofos down the street time. trying to get to your destination. It's, it was it's fantastic. It's the vehicular version of Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Yes, and I, I love it. that game. I love everything that studio made. Hulk Ultimate Destruction was great. Both prototype games I really enjoyed. I love the ebb and flow of this podcast. Each subject just leads to another, and I think it just works. Yeah, it's total stream of consciousness this is, bullshit. This is the banter episode. This yeah, is the, the caging banter. Yeah. Uncaged banter or straight shooting. <laughs> you know what? Fucking Batman Begins was a good game and a great fucking movie. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it is hard to believe there was a time not too long ago, not too distant past, where it a good Batman uh, game was like a oxymoron. Like a- Batman Dark Tomorrow. You're welcome. Now everyone has to look up that shit. I think I know what you're talking about. Fucking I've seen, awful. I've seen videos about it. Did I that game it- ever come out? Yeah, I played it. I rented that shit from Blockbuster along with the Aquaman game. It was a bad weekend for little Justin. <laughs> uh, he did have the two animated series games, and those were actually pretty fun. God, uh, I'm sitting here trying to like uh, you know me. I'm a huge Batman, Mark. I'm. Uh, I'm trying Dark. to think of my all-time favorite Batman movie. Look, in Dark Tomorrow, when you'd fight a villain, you had to handcuff the goon. Go through like a, a like a four four second animation of you handcuffing this asshole, or he'd get back up indefinitely. Oh, I remember reading about this in Nintendo Power. And there were there were, I I got thirty minutes into this shit before I got to a little platforming section where you had to jump across just a little gap that any normal person could just hop scoot across. It was like a fucking puddle in the street, some shit like that. But you had to do something to use your bat grapple and the grapple didn't work, so I just died for thirty minutes. I was like, Yeah, fuck this. <laughs> uh, and so I put in the Aquaman game, and that was also not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what system was this for again? Uh, God, this was... Uh, fuck, this was Xbox. Um, yeah, this would have been Xbox. There, I remember there was a very infamous Aquaman game like circa 2003, yeah, 2004. It was fucking awful. Wow, I it did, was I, bad. I do not remember this at all. Uh, I had an OG X-Bone. And I had the, the Superman game that came out at that same time that was not good. 
Was was that the um, Superman sixty four game? No, that was for oh. the N sixty four. It's up there in that box. I haven't I haven't tried it yet. It's not but. bad. Like it's not great. Uh, the thing I enjoyed doing was using the cheat codes to unlock all the suits and just flying around the open world. Yeah, because uh, each fun. level was like a pretty big open world. You fly around. The, the action for the game was not good, but uh, it wasn't Superman sixty four level bad. But no, I had a good time just farting around in it. It's like it's a great flying sim. Like, yeah, it was fun. But it, Aquaman was like that, but without a sense of direction and also style, and also it was shitty. Whatever happened to that leak? Um, that leaked video game interface of a new uh, Superman game where it showed like a full fledged like uh, their version of Superman. Apparently, they scrapped that, from what I heard, Man. and then moved on to that Suicide Squad game. And yeah, there was supposed to be a Daredevil game coming out about the same time as the, there those was going to be a Daredevil game for the PlayStation One. It, yeah, I remember reading, uh, seeing a video about it how. They were going to make like this sort of, you know, because there were the Spider Man games at the same time, you know, this like exploration, like street brawling game. Yeah. But also, they had a lot of pressure to like incorporate like hit trendy things that were popular at the time. Like, for whatever reason, it's going to be a rail grinding mechanic because people really liked Tony Hawk at the time. So, like, for random bits, Daredevil will be like grinding on the rail in New York City somewhere. <laughs> and this was, this was before the movie. Yeah. So, like, it was just sort of just. Back in the day where they can just release a, a superhero game apropos of nothing, just like, hey, we have an idea for a game. And like as a Daredevil fan, that makes me so sad that we... They were running ads in comic books. Yeah. Like they were on the back covers of a shitload of books and then just you never heard anything else about them. Oh, wow. Uh, they were going to do a Gotham by Gaslight game too before that shifted into Arkham. I think I have seen uh, videos about that. Like, like yeah. early, like early, like alpha, like footage of people or people who somehow like found the the like old like components and then just walked around in this very sort of like bare bones victorian world mm-hmm. that would have been cool because um, it seems like the only really like superhero games that kind of get made outside of a, like a licensed like movie is like or spider-man games yep. i know i know we'd probably never see it but you know this is me just you know um fan booking here but um i would love to see rocksteady tackle a guardians of the galaxy video game that would make, be fun make it to like chapter style to where you play each uh, member differently in different scenarios and then I, I think that would be fantastic i wouldn't mind mid-2000s bioware doing a guardians game just imagine knights of the old republic but with the guardians you've got them on the ship you can choose your team You've got a good story. All right. Uh, a question for the Bioshock fans here. You, uh, Bioware. Oh, wait. Never mind. I thought you said Bioshock. I might have, but I meant Bioware. No, well, Bioware. No. Yeah. I, mean, I may have misheard you. Sorry. Yeah. But I, also, but, uh, I really like Bioshock. I, I mean, I'm a Bioshock fan, too. So, yeah. We, we, I mean, segue. Like, a, like a story like a story building game, Bioware style. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm very tempted to pick up. Well, I would be very tempted to pick up the... Uh, like holy shit package of the Mass Effect trilogy if I had a PS5, which I don't have because yep. it's impossible to get right now. Yep. So, I have a Switch where I can play Retro Mania Wrestling, though. I have a Switch where I play Monster Hunter. It's a lot of fun. It takes some time to get into. Also, throw you a, throw a lot at you. I, I'm a Switch dumbass. How do you add people? Like, you have to give you like your Switch code or whatever the fuck? Um, yeah, yeah. They, if you give, if you, you can manually type in their friend code, and that, that will send requests to them. Yeah. Or I can, or I 
vice versa. So like, far, I only have one friend. Guess who it is? Is it Liz? No. Oh, who is it? It's Mac. Oh. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll tell you what, after the show, I'll uh, add you on Switch. Hell yeah, we got to be Switch friends. We got to play games online. Do you... I know I kind of shot myself in the foot by getting by not getting the full blown switch, but again, there are three big boy switches in the house, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to get the baby version. And, and like honestly, whenever I play my switch, it's always in the handheld. Yeah, I think I maybe put it up to TV once. Plus, I want to get Mario Kart. I want to. I wonder if I could like play people in Mario Kart in the house, like online. I'm pretty sure we could do that. Oh, yeah, right. We could have like like races and whatnot. Yeah. I want to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I, I want to play. I'm mad that that's just an exclusive. I love the Marvel Ultimate yeah. series. I've I've started it. I've actually uh, given it a whirl. I've played it for about you know an hour, maybe a little less. It, it's pretty fun, but it's it'd be a lot more fun with uh, with friends. So I will say, yeah, I was mad when it was like a Switch exclusive. In fact, that was like the was like I was like, man, that's kind of one of the driving forces of me. I was like, man, maybe I want to get a Switch. <laughs> Because, like, I really didn't play the original Ultimate Alliances that much. Oh, I love but those. But still, I mean, I know it's just like Diablo and Marvel characters, but still, that's amazing. I'll take that yeah. all day, take my money. I, mean, I, I bought spent it. so much time on X-Men Legends, X-Men Legends 2, then Ultimate Alliance, Ultimate Alliance 2. I fucking love those games. Yeah, this is like this is now the video games that we adore for <laughs> podcast. And why the fuck not? Let's do it. Yeah, so we just talked about shitty video games. May as well talk about good ones. What is a uh, in a world where all uh, where a lot of old and classic games are getting remasters? What remasters uh, do the Caging Greatness crew want? Let's go around. Honestly, I don't. I don't really know of anything that Morrowind. Give me Elder Scrolls Morrowind. Give me a full <laughs> Skyrim version of Elder Scrolls Morrowind. You fucking cowards! Do it. Do it now. Bring me Morrowind. If we, if we can have umpteen different versions of, <laughs> of of the most recent one, uh, goddamn it! I literally had it in my brain before I said it, and it just went poof. But you know, the one they keep releasing for every goddamn thing. Skyrim. Skyrim on your PlayStation. Get Skyrim on your watch. Get Skyrim on film. Get Skyrim on some bongo drums. <laughs> okay, um, I know I'm, I'm cutting middle of the topic that I brought up. Sorry, yeah. but as someone who has never played Skyrim, yeah, should I? Yes, really. Yeah. Do you think I would like it? I think so. Hmm. Because like, a, it, just but a, again, you're asking the guy with an Elder Scrolls tattoo, so it might be. I keep forgetting. Yeah, you do have an Elder Scrolls tattoo. I was there w- during the uh, process of that one for yeah. a little while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, th- I think everyone should at least give it a try because I think it's on the Switch, and I Probably. figure like if the only the whole oh, finally have an excuse to give it a shot, <laughs> I can play it on a Switch. Yeah, yeah I think you'd like it because like. Um, I don't know. I've just been going kind of crazy because I guess I got a Switch at the right time because there was, there was like a pretty decent sale going on. I, b- I bought a game called Hades. and it's Hades like, is very good. Yeah. It, it, it's been fun. It, it's kind of like in the same vein of um, of Dead Cells. I bought Dead Cells on uh, the PS4. It's also available on the Switch, but I already have it, so I'm just going to play it on the um, it's one of those games where you know if you die you go all the way back to the beginning but you know you get a little more progression or badass or whatever with each playthrough or whatnot you learn as you go through live die repeat um also got uh, a game called um katana zero 
it's really fun it's in this it's kind of the same vein it's like a like a like a 2d a side-scrolling version of hotline miami but you're a samurai hmm. it's fucking rad and of course, Retromania Wrestling. Uh, I bought that because you know it's on the Xbox and the Switch right now. A PS4 version is coming. Um, again, it, it's pretty fun. I, again, I never played um, WWF WrestleFest, but this is it's it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's like a more because I've been trying to understand the control scheme to. Um, Fire Pro Wrestling? Fire Pro Wrestling, yes. It's tough. It's <clears throat> It has no reason to be that hard to understand. Yeah. And it aggravates me. And But uh, Retromania Wrestling seems to be a more simplified version of that. Yeah. And Because I got it's Fire fun. Pro too. Uh, and yeah, I like Fire Pro. And I, I've got it pretty well. But I mean, I'm with you. It's it's unnecessarily difficult. Yeah, like it's, man. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried like three fucking times. Yeah, it's it's just I I can't I I can't figure it out. I can't figure out how to do anything in that game. Yeah, I mean, I can do. I can figure out how to do things. Winning is not an option. Apparently, I don't think I won a single match. Just a tutorial would be very nice. There is a tutorial in there. That's the thing. Yeah, that doesn't count. I meant a good tutorial. Yeah, because there, there's uh, the tutorial. You it gives you like some sort of progression. Like you'll unlock the next part of the tutorial when you do it. But I forgot what it was. But there was one. I got stuck because I could not, for the life of me, figure out what the fuck to do. Like, the game is telling me the buttons and the sequence to do, and I'm doing it every time, and it's not working. And I just get frustrated and give the fuck up. Yeah. But, sorry, I didn't mean to get on a side tangent. Okay, I should play Skyrim. Anyway, yes. uh, H- uh, remakes, HDs, um, in my case, you know what I want? Give me the first two Max Payne games remastered. Hell, even throw in the third one. Don't even remaster them. Use the Rockstar engine from from the Grand Theft Auto Five, and it would be f- fantastic. Like I, sweet. I wish I had a way to go back and count all the time that I spent playing the first Max Payne game. I love that game. It was so fun, mm-hmm. and uh, revamped versions of those games. And plus, you can't. Um, I don't think you can. Unless you get like a physical copy on a PS2 or I believe an original Xbox, there's no like digital distribution for Max Payne 2, I think, for some reason. Weird. Like, I guess it was like, you know, you know like contracts or rights issues. I have no idea, but. Yeah. Pat? Well, the trick is a lot of my favorite games have already been, been HD remasters. Like, <laughs> uh, look at or, me. I'm Pat. Everything's good for me. Like, um,. The Spyro Trilogy's been remade. Yeah. Um, Okami's been HD remastered. Um, let's see. I, I'm, I kind of... I would like to see a... I don't think... Maybe I've already done it. A uh, updated remaster of Infamous. Yes! Oh, my cool. God! I, the first I, two Infamous games, please! I love the shit out of Infamous 2. That's oh, one of my favorite games. A, a, buddy, a buddy at work has been asking me about Infamous, and um, uh, he finally bought the bullet and... Because I told him I was going to let him borrow my copy of Second Son, but it's not here. It's still in Foster's. Yeah. So, I um, 
he just he just bought it, and I'm just so glad because he, all he talks about playing is Madden. His life is fucking Madden football game, and he just plays it all the fucking time. And <laughs> and and he's like, you know what? I'm finally deciding, you know, to play something. I want to get something different. It's like I remember I really enjoyed Infamous. I was like, dude, Second Son's actually really good. And he bought it. I was like, you know what? I see you. I see you. I like the infamous stuff. I enjoyed those games, but that was also the same time I was playing Prototype, and I just yeah. like Prototype better. Cause, cause yeah. I, I played both, and I think I like Infamous better. And that's fair. I get that. Uh, I would also like a remaster of the original Fable with the Lost Chapters. I fucking loved Fable. Well, Fable was pretty. I, I played that being game big back in the day, like six times, full all the way through, fully. Uh, I would also like Knights of the Old Republic. I want a remaster of that one, and I want them to fix two and remaster that and release it. Eight, uh, give me um, HD remasters of uh, the Gex games. Yeah, you know Gex. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gex the Gecko. Okay. Yeah. Because why the fuck not? <laughs> so I know it would never happen, but like some sort. Of, I mean, may, maybe we'll get some sort of um, you know a touch of it with the new AEW game that will come out. Hopefully, God please, God please, let it happen and let it be good. But um, <clears throat> some sort of um, like I know I know there's some sort of mod for it, like online for the like the No Mercy mod. Yeah, or you know. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, just like some sort of updated version of like the old, um, the old like WCW NWO Revenge and the No Mercies, the WrestleMania 2000 wrestling games. Yeah, sorry, I just love wrestling games. No, they were just great. Like bubbles from Trailer Park Boys, Chicken Pizza, and wrestling games. It's an all right night to me. <laughs> <laughs> A good wrestling game that is. Yeah. See, not like the uh, what was it Raw. The original Xbox Monday Night Raw. Game. Oh, I, I had both of them. I had WWF Raw and WWE Raw too, which was funny uh, when we went down uh, Nostalgia Road when uh, Jonathan brought the Xbox here, went to replace, look for some games, and they had a copy of WWE Raw two in the case. Yeah. For fifty dollars, and I'm just like, why? Yeah, no, why? Why? I, I don't understand That's why like, this. It's like having WCW Thunder, uh, like for like that. That game was shit. Yeah, you know. Now that I think about it, I spent a huge chunk of my life playing a lot of shit wrestling games in my yeah. day. Yeah, same. Yeah, you want to? Oh, WCW Thunder got on the PlayStation. Yeah. Wow. It was um, bad. It was not good nope. at all. It was you, really bad. Did you play those, Pat? Nope. That was nope. before my wrestling days. I was about to say, you were, you were pretty... Uh, when did you start watching wrestling again? 2015. 2015. Well, I started, oh, yeah. <laughs> I started period watching wrestling was 2015. Yeah. Um, uh, back in the day, it, it was not the... Uh, if you weren't an N64, your wrestling game sucked. Yeah. For yeah, the most much, part. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, WCW. Uh, yeah, it was WCW uh, Nitro and WCW NWO Thunder. They're essentially the same games, yeah. just like different titles. Yeah, uh, the best part about them was um, uh, each wrestler had like uh, uh, like like little promo interviews. Like you hit a button and it'll play like alongside them. Mm-hmm. And some of them were some of the funniest fucking things ever said in the history of the world. Looking at you, Ahmed Johnson. <clears throat> No, 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 no. That was uh, WWF Warzone. Yeah, but that's that's the best promo of all time from any wrestling game. 
Yes. It was terrible. I was, I was, I was getting confused. My like, favorite Ahmed thing, Johnson's not in WCW My Thunder. favorite part of Thunder was that they had the uh, the cheat code so you can unlock the disco ring. Yeah. And then hit a button and make both of your characters, or both characters on the screen do disco dances in the disco ring. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I didn't uh, it's use fucking that stupid. cheat code. Yeah, it's probably stupid. If I remember correctly, there were like stupid bonus characters. You could be a cow, uh-huh. an alien, like a two-headed alien monster. They went full Tekken. <clears throat> like, it was dumb. And like, oh, God. It was... Bring back games with silly, unlockable characters. <laughs> like, other other shitty wrestling like games. Like AKI Man from uh, WCW NWO Revenge. Like, uh, like it's basically Pepsi Man. <laughs> Other shitty wrestling games that I spent way too much time on: uh, WWF uh, Warzone and WWF Attitude. Mm. Also, throw in the ECW Anarchy Rules, which oh. were the same games just with a diff with an ECW skin on that them. Was a terrible game. It's like, what about Backstage Brawl? Let's play. Oh God, <laughs> I had Mayhem. I don't think I had Brawl, but Brawl Mayhem was, was the oh, same game, just yeah. with an actual ring. But Brawl was so bad. Oh, God. You see, Pat, back in the day on the PS1, there were some of the worst wrestling games in the history of ever, until, you know, Ukes came along, and then the SmackDown series started, and then rural wrestling games became good again. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, my God. The fucking... <laughs> ugh. It was not good, Pat. It was it was not a good time. The like WCW glad I missed mayhem, those days because like um, they're like screenshots of old game informers. Apparently, there was going to be a WCW Mayhem two with like a better engine. Everything was going to be good. It was going to be awesome. It was going to be nice for all the people who want to play a WCW game. And then you know WCW uh, died. Yeah, yeah. It was R.I.P. Bye bye. God, it was weird growing up during those times. It was oh, yeah. fun. Very weird. Yeah. No, it was odd. Mm, odd times. Yeah. It, it is interesting to look back on the like the era of like the attitude, the attitude that we should have and all that. Because like I was, a, you know, of course a kid and like aware of that stuff. The kid because literally every other kid around me was like, that's all I did. It's all I talked about. <laughs> so like I got a lot of like pop cultural osmosis through it. And it is sort of fun mm-hmm. to think about who I would have liked, who I think I would have liked back in the day if I was like cognizant and active in watching wrestling in the Attitude Era. And I think I really, just knowing what I liked as a child, I think I would have really been a fan of China. I think she probably yeah. would have been one of my favorites. No, that's fair. Which, which I have a question though. Uh, knowing what you know about me now, who do you think I would have enjoyed from the Attitude Era? Sort of... Blanket from that time, not just specifically WWF. S.A. Rios and all the WCW luchadors. How the fuck did you know I was thinking of S.A. Rios? Even though his his career got shit canned because, you know, I guess Lita was... People yeah. love Lita more. Yeah, no, they paired him with Lita. And it, was, it, it was the Mark Marrow-Sable thing all over again. Yeah, except S.A. Rios was talented. I fucking said yeah. it, Mark Marrow. Come at me, bro. <laughs> but, um, you know, strangely enough, and I don't mean to be another Debbie Downer, but um, China died on 420. Oh. Same day as Prince. Same and, day as today. Oh, yeah, that's right. Prince did. That's what happened, because literally China and Prince died on the same day. Yeah. Like, literally the same day. Hmm. That's what happened. But, um, wow, who you would have liked during the Attitude Era? Yeah, like d- during that era of wrestling. In not- WCW, you would have loved the Luchadors and Billy Kidman. Yeah. I, yeah. I know Ray Mysterio yeah. was active during the time. I knew. Uh, you probably would have really liked Psychosis. He was excellent. 
I loved Blitzkrieg. He wasn't there for long. Uh, he got there about the same time as Lash LaRue. Um, but no, you would have loved the Luchas. You would have loved Kidman. Uh, S.A. Rios. Huh. Hmm. Let's yeah. see. Who, I mean... Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of tough. Yeah, for WWE, it's tough. Yeah. For WWE, for WWE, it's tough. Like, uh, Justin did nail it on the head. Like, all the luchadors, like, like Juventud Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Like, Hoovy was great when he wasn't out when he of wasn't talking mind on yeah. PCP and going through When he wasn't naked just, like, and... just fucked on all every drug imaginable. <laughs> because, yeah, this is, probably, this is definitely the area of wrestling where there's still a lot of rampant and very destructive substance abuse. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so and, grateful that today mostly locker rooms are just people being congenial and enjoying video games with each other i think you might have enjoyed too cool as a tag team from the wwf side of things they were silly goofy had good times yeah. i mean granted you know it was like besides the fact of like who they were yeah i, I don't know you know i don't know i think i think he would have liked them but i don't know if he would have really like enjoyed them a lot like who are your favorites now pat like my favorite wrestlers today yeah um, let's see. My favorites today are like Sami Zayn, uh, yeah. Kevin Owens, Asuka. Um, there's be a lot of luchadors here in a sec. Pentagon, Phoenix. Yeah. Skip uh, the luchadors. Everybody else. Uh, we know the luchadors. Um, I'll, I'll say this. Like, I'm I'll, I'll just sort of blankly, I'm a big fan of like very showy uh, wrestlers, people who have like a lot of like big characters. Like, I'm a sucker for gimmicks. Uh, people just sort of have like larger like like Naito, yeah. Okada. Uh, you would have loved Kai and Tai. He, yeah, I think he would have liked Kai and Tai. They were great. Honestly, though, as far as like top tier, Michaels and Jericho. Yeah, he would have loved Jericho. Yeah, Jericho was great in WCW. They just didn't want to do shit with him. Yeah, and and Michaels was like he was the top tier ultimate showy guy. My, he was, yeah, he was great. I mean, Shawn Michaels was a dickhead in the back, but he he put on a show. He put yeah. on a damn good show. Yeah, uh, I th- I think honestly it would have been Jericho and Michaels. Nice, nice. Yeah, solid suggestion. I don't know why it's so hard for me to to pick people from the Attitude Era that Pat would love. Well, because like, I mean, I, don't, I hate that this is so hard because this should be easy for me. He's got a clearly defined taste now, and there was just there wasn't a lot of that. It back just wasn't then. the same. Yeah, yeah. It's like there were a lot of like there there was some good wrestling out there, but nowhere near as much as it was today. The ring work no. was just not there. Honestly, like, if they had been available, he probably would have been into New Japan more than anything else. Yeah, like I you would have, you would have liked Mizawa and uh, yeah, Liger. You st- like a lot of the guys that you love now, you would have liked back then. Yeah, because because I, I know just from my own personal taste, like I of course I'm there's always some of the bigger talents I'm a fan of, but I feel like the bigger names aren't like my favorites. Like I feel like I I, I kind of gravitate toward more to like the smaller, more like underrated people. Yeah, because that's just like. You know, everybody has a natural, natural inclination to certain things. I'd- you probably would like Foley. Oh, oh, yeah. Foley was the Kevin More. Owens of that era. Yes, definitely. <laughs> like, All right. He was the one who made everybody else look amazing and never got the credit he deserved. 
since since we're talking about wrestling now, and you know, since this is the you know whatever the fuck we want it to be episode of the podcast, pretty much. Uh, this is this is the banter episode, mm-hmm. and also uh, the three of us are huge fucking wrestling fans. Yeah, and you know, all of us have entered the world of wrestling in different ways. So you know, I'm curious. I want to know everyone's introduction into the world. What what made you like a uh, what made you want to keep watching wrestling after? You started, I suppose. Oh, I'll go. Yeah. Um, like I said, I just wrestling for the longest time was sort of just something I knew was aware of, but nothing that I really had any sort of uh, stake in until I until like oh like early like late twenty fourteen into into twenty fifteen. I, I would say it would be twenty fourteen. Because I happened to listen, just as back when I was listening to um, the Nerdist podcast years ago, and Chris Hargit was interviewing CM Punk, and I was like, I don't know who this guy is. I, I just listened to every episode. I was like, oh, well, he sounds like a pretty cool, uh, talkative guy, and does a lot of nerdy stuff. He sounds really interesting. Let me look up him. And I saw, just happened to see he was a wrestler, and I was watching his matches, and I was like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. And sort of like, through him... That sort of like was my sort of thorough line into the greater world of wrestling. And it's a like big fan of his. I got his DVD set that WWE had a time. It's like, oh wow, he's he can talk really well. He has all these really cool matches. And then from there, that's how I got into wrestling. You know, I remember the very first like, like I guess like uh, of the time wrestling I saw was. To, 2015 Wrestle Kingdom from New Japan. That was at Jimmy's house. Yeah. We watched it then. Yeah, and I was, like, I was like, holy shit, look at these people. Like, I would love to go back and rewatch that. Just with like, no, and I would know everybody there. Uh, it's like, I was like, I was just blown away. Like, all these guys I had never seen before. And I just like, they're doing crazy stuff. And just sort of, I think I talked to Shim a little bit about where to watch and where to start. I went to WWE. And it's funny enough, even as like a newbie fan, I I would watch WWE regularly and it wouldn't be like super impressed. It's like, oh, this is neat. But then uh, I just happened to catch that Ring of Honor was on like one of the basic access channels late at night on Saturday yeah. and then like literally every single week I would watch I'd be like holy shit at least once because that was back when the, a lot of the guys that are in WWE now they were in the indies and they were just tearing this shit up like you know, back when Ring of Honor was good yeah Ring of Honor has had its glory days I remember going my very first live wrestling show was a Ring of Honor show it was a fucking banging show nice and I learned about it. I found something. You figure out, like, Roddy. Oh, back in the day, I thought Roddy was just so-so. And then now, when he got NXT, I really was like, oh, I took a lot more stock in Roddy. <laughs> but um, one of my first wrestler, favorite wrestlers was um, Red Dragon, Kyle Riley, and Bobby Fish. I grabbed either of them right away. And then the sort of slowly accrued favorites, like Sammy and Kevin. Like, I remember the first time I saw Kevin Owens was when he had his surprise debut. And I was like, holy shit, who is this guy? When he fought uh, John Cena and won. That was a good time. Yeah. You were still NXT champion at the time, right? Yeah, he was. And uh, ever since then, I've been sort of sticking with it. And as, as, as shitty as the wrestling fandom can be and the wrestling role can be, like I just genuinely enjoy the, the, the people that are good and do good things. And like uh, that's what keeps me going. It's just 
I just love the people. I love the characters. Love the the pals I made along the way, and that's it's probably one of the, the my biggest like sort of interest right now. And it has been for several years. I, I don't expect that to change. It may wax and wane like any fandom, but it's sort of like a I guess a core of my interest now. Fair. Hell yeah, yeah, Shim. Uh, I saw the VHS for the 1994 Royal Rumble in the local movie gallery. I was eight years old. This was in late 94 or 95-ish, that era. And I didn't know what it was, but I saw Macho Man Randy Savage on the cover because I like Slim Jims like everybody did. And so I rented it. And that's the the match where Owen kicked Bret Hart's leg out from under his leg. Kicked his leg out of his leg. Yeah, and uh, I from I watched that tag match. And I was like, yeah, Bret Bret should tag out. What's like he's he need he's hurt. He should tag Owen, his brother, who is awesome. And then Owen kicked him. I was like, yeah, fuck Bret Hart. <laughs> Get him again. So you're so selfish. All you had to do was tag me, Brett. All you had to do was tag yeah, me. I was on Owen's side firmly. <laughs> so, like, I knew Macho Man from the Slim Jim commercials, but my first favorite wrestler was Owen Hart. And so after that, I like I loved the thing so much. I I rented all the videos that Movie Gallery and Blockbuster had. So I saw the SummerSlam where Undertaker fought the Undertaker, and I saw the the Underfaker. Uh, yeah, yeah, Underfaker. You know. Uh, Mania three, uh, where you know Andre and Hogan was fine, but it was the Steamboat Savage match that sold for me. <clears throat> and that's about the time wrestling started getting popular. So I had my, I begged my dad to order me the '96 Royal Rumble because it was live. Uh, so I saw Shawn Michaels win that, and uh, just kept going from there. And then you know watched it on TV and. My dad went through this weird Christian phase where he would record Raw and, and WCW and tape over the bad parts. That lasted about a month. Because uh, you know, Think was, about the time involved to have to do that. Yeah, he was real lazy. I don't know what like, his deal was. Was this during Attitude Era? Yeah. He's probably doing that a lot then. Yeah, like he, like he, and he would pick weirdly arbitrary things. Like the New Age Outlaws would get taped over because they were New Age. I was like, Dad, that just means they're not like from the last age. You're an idiot. Uh, but, you know, after about a month or so, he stopped caring and got back into drugs. So yeah. that's how I it goes. I love the New Age Outlaws. Yeah, they're good. They were, I, good I, wish, I wish Road Dog wasn't such a stupid shithead these days. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, so I just kept watching from there and never really stopped. About the same time I discovered comics. Uh, so I've huh? been watching comic or watching wrestling and reading watching com- comics and reading wrestling. <laughs> I mean, I will say like we since I, I was know, uh, eight, we've had this conversation a lot. Like like comic fans and wrestling fans, it's it's, it's a, a Venn there's diagram. a lot of overlap there. Yeah, it's a, it's very very circular Venn diagram. Um, my my earliest memory into wrestling, uh, I was very young. I don't know how I acquired these, but I had a deck of playing cards that were WWF themed and, of course, had a bunch of classic uh, wrestlers from the time. It was like Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you know, stuff of that nature. And But, you know, I, I never I never watched it when I was really young. I didn't um, really give it a try until one day... Um, we, my dad and I, we went to my aunt and uncle's house. They decided to rent the 1998 Bash at the Beach pay-per-view, uh, where the main event was DDP and Carl Malone versus Hollywood Hulk Hogan and Dennis Rodman. And um, I wasn't really paying attention, you know. 
um, for the beginning of the show, I paid attention to the main event because I knew who Dennis Rodman was, even though I didn't watch basketball. And, you know, of course, everyone knows. Even if you don't watch wrestling, you fucking know who Hulk Hogan is. Yeah. So... And, for um, better or for worse. <laughs> yeah. I, wa- I watched that, but it wasn't until... Um, uh, my dad was a big WCW fan. I, um, I mean, I knew WWF was a thing, but it just wasn't on my radar at the time. So, one night, I'm flipping through the channels, uh, Nitro's on a commercial, and I flip to uh, Raw on USA... And I didn't even I can't I couldn't believe I'm in in the middle of 1998 the height of the Attitude Era I am a newbie fresh on the scene I didn't know who Stone Cold was I know who fucking Bill Goldberg was before Stone Cold Steve Austin and the episode in question was and I do believe uh, the pay per view was WWF Breakdown to set to set this up. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the special guest referee for a match between Undertaker and Kane. Somebody please fact check me. I think it was Breakdown. Let's just make, be sure. 1998. Um, uh, Stone Cold was the referee. If he didn't uh, count uh, a winner, if he did not uh, count Undertaker or Kane as the winner of the title, Stone Cold would be fired. Stone Cold attacked both Undertaker and Kane, knocked them both out, did a double count, and declared himself, Stone Cold, the winner of the match, and called Vince McMahon's bluff to be like, hey, fire me, motherfucker, if you got the balls. And then Vince McMahon uh, fired him. Anyway. Okay, whoops. Uh, I don't think that was break. Because breakdown was Kane and the Undertaker defeated Stone Cold, triple threat for the WWF Championship. You're right. You're right. That was and a triple were, threat. They were barred from pinning each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Never mind. Shit. Uh, it may have been Judgment Day. I don't know. Fuck it. But anyway, the next night on Raw, Stone Cold Steve Austin shows up on Raw, and I turn over the channel, and all I see is this this bald guy decked out in camo with this old man crying, duct taped to a wheelchair, wheeling him out to a ring <laughs> with a bow and arrow and a gun and a rifle, I, I do believe. He had all of these things. And then, like, Vince McMahon is crying in the ring, and then Austin pulls a gun, puts it to his head, pulls the trigger, and a flag comes out that says, Bang 316. <laughs> I don't know what this means, but I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't forget He's, Vince pissed himself. I know. I was about to get to that. He stands Vince McMahon up, and Stone Cold says, I believe we need to get a new shirt, and all it needs to say is, man 316 says I just pissed my pants and then he gives him a stunner and then the show ends and I'm like oh my god what the fuck is this I need to watch more of this and that is when I became a a try and true uh, wrestling fan I the attitude era after that night I watched it every Monday night Um, again my dad was a big WCW fan we would only watch the WCW pay-per-views because I thought he bought all the WCW pay-per-views but he allegedly may have had you know a a box or a service that you know you can get you know (laughs) things to watch for free that you're not supposed to watch for free allegedly 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 um, but anyway, <laughs> we cut here that. Case Greatness did not support the cool <laughs> crime of stealing. I always thought it was like, wow, all these cost money. He's getting every single one of these. Holy shit. But, um, but no, like, um, and then one day my mom's just like, this was, um, uh, March, April, 
uh, it was probably March, March of 1999. Mom's like, Hey, uh, pack a thing of clothes to go to school tomorrow. You're going to your dad's. I was like, why? He goes, Oh, he said he rented something called WrestleMania. I was like, Holy shit. Dad rented a (laughs) WWF pay-per-view. Holy shit. And that was like stone cold and the rocks first out of their three WrestleMania matches. And, Holy shit. That was also when I got to see the big boss man getting hung. I mean, he wasn't really hung. He was on a harness, but still, like, young me was, like, watching somebody uh, allegedly hanging by their neck. And I was like, oh, oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) But anyway, um, I've been, um, from there, I was pretty hardcore into wrestling until about, I don't know, uh, two thousand around two thousand four, I I kind of like fell off. I was uh, I didn't like check back in until around my college days, around between oh six and oh eight. Um, I I would dabble here and there, and I didn't really get back into the hardcore uh, watching stage until I moved here, because I discovered um I didn't know what NXT was, but I was I was intrigued, <laughs> and the first. I made a point to watch when I moved here, it was the weekend of SummerSlam and they had the first takeover in Brooklyn. And I watched that and I was like, Oh my God, this is fantastic. Cause I remember uh, back when we used to live at an old place, uh, we, we used to have NXT parties cause Jimmy would have like, you know, the big four parties at his place. Yeah. And, uh, this is where we would just get rip roaring blasted and watch, you know, NXT takeovers, and we would just ha- would just go nuts. I remember when we yeah. when we saw you know <laughs> New Orleans. We had the first it was the first Champa Gargano match, and, yeah. and, and their feud that that kind of uh, got ran into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, now Alistair Black won the NXT title. Yeah, it was the first time we saw Aleister Black smile, and that was the thing that bothered us more than anything. It was terrifying. We're like, oh, God, we love you, Aleister. We're glad you won, but I, I don't know. I can't give him shit for smiling because he had every right in the world to be happy, but damn it, was that just like <laughs> kayfabe breaking? Like, you're not supposed to be happy ever. Well, at that point, I uh, I had been... like That's when I started hanging out at the store that I eventually bought, and now, you know, like for years, I had no friends to watch wrestling with me. Yeah, I didn't know anybody who liked comics. I didn't know anybody who liked wrestling. I didn't really know that many people who would have said I was a friend. So, you know, uh, at that point, like I started with when I met Liz. It was like, hey, you're going to watch wrestling. You're wrestling. You should watch it. It's fun. Like, sure. And then you know, it, it just grew and grew from there. And then you guys are wrestling. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to build my own fucking wrestling friendom. Yes. Screw you guys. Everyone who ignored me before. Wrestling brings people together. Certainly does. I remember, Through sheer force of will, you're welcome. I still remember, like, you know, um, one of the last uh, WrestleMania parties we had uh, at Shimmy's place where, uh, you know, it, it was the feel good WrestleMania. Seth Rollins beat uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, uh, Kofi Mania. Kofi won the WWE title. Becky Lynch won uh, the women's title. Yeah, and like that was like the, probably not the last really big WWE show we were all was like super enthused about. And then um, that 
first of 2020 before all the bullshit happened. We watched Revolu- Revolution with a huge group of people. Oh like, my god! Like yeah. watching people like Lucas and Mac who had, who did not watch wrestling ever. We only really know wrestling because they hung out with us again. Force of will. <laughs> and, but but like Mac, I remember Mac like especially because he's watching it and he and at some point he's just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> like I get why people enjoy this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, believe it was during the uh, Lucha Bros Young Bucks match. Yeah, I think so. No, wait. It was a. Uh, it was Hangman and Kenny. No, versus, Hangman and Kenny versus oh, right. the Young Bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That match. Oh god. Because we had a couple great. other friends who had never watched wrestling, and they were just like, "Oh, we yeah. get it." After that match, yeah. our friend Sam and Katie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen to the show. Shout out, you guys. Hey, hey. We miss you already. They moved across the So country. then it's automatically over three or four, like you keep saying. We're closer to ten. Yeah, but if point. I say three or four, people feel bad for us and keep listening. No, so no, no, no. We got it. We got it. All right. Let's, no, like, legitimately, we get, like I said, about 40 or so listens per episode, roughly. Yeah. I don't know how many of those are unique. I don't know how that system works, but people listen to us. I don't know why. I, I would say and thank um, every single one of for, you for your like first like I guess not even year but you know like your first like period of a, being a new podcast like you're already like doing very well compared to like the first year of AYCA's because but then you, you do have a, an edge because we from the beginning were like a variety show we didn't have one consistent you know, consistent topic mm-hmm. but you know with with you you have a at least a thorough line of a topic so it's, it's easier to like accrue listens when you have like a like a more dedicated subject right but i will say not to discourage that but you have done very well for your first couple of months as a show no patrick we have done well we are a family. You keep talking like you're not part of this pod. Like I'm from, I'm from L. You can hear. I'm just, I'm slumming it over here with these guys. No, you're just as much in this shit as we are. Well, at least you, you know said that. It. <laughs> but anything, I should be the one that feels home. I'm the guy that gets invited to be on these shows from time to time. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're like you're you're part of this. You they invite you to Ach, but you're part yeah. of this show, bro. This is true. I am a part of this one, and, and like, I am the fact damn that we're doing proud. This without Jonathan. If we hadn't called him and got it, him on here at least a little bit, yeah, yeah I feels kind of dirty. It. Yeah, feels a little dirty. But I mean, we didn't do any of our normal intros. We've been going for much longer than any episode has ever gone. Uh, we are at two and a half hours. Oh wow, really? And that's not counting like the intros or the intermission. Holy shit balls! Like it was probably Rob reviewing some. Bullshit. I have I don't had know. seven beers and yes, I've had have. a good old time. Yeah, it's been good. It's almost it's ten thirty. Uh, yeah, so I think it's probably a good time to to wrap this one up because uh, anyone who's still listening, I'm sure their patience is wearing quite thin. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for bearing with us. Like, uh, yeah. like I said, we we had a plan today. We decided to just record something anyway. And I'm not gonna lie, I've had a good time. I'm yeah. glad we decided to do this. Well, I mean, hadn't you forgotten that we were gonna do the episode movie anyway? Wait, what? Did, didn't you say you forgot we were supposed to be recording tonight? I I did I didn't know it was set in stone, but then when I went back to look at the message thread, I was like, "Oh shit, we yeah, we are doing this." Holy crap. Yeah. I mean, I was gung-ho to do it. I was I was ready to watch some I was anticip- again, I was confused. I was anticipating Bangkok Dangerous yeah. and then shit got flipped around. Yeah, we were gonna- we were going to go drive and angry. Yeah, we were going to do Bangkok Dangerous, but I don't want to pay for that movie and it's not free anywhere. 
because uh, that movie's not good. And so I was like, well, we'll do, we'll do Drive Angry because I already have that one and I hear it's good. I haven't seen it yet. It'll be a movie I haven't seen. And then uh, Jonathan is unconscious and has been for some time. So I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to do an episode, a normal episode with a, a man yeah. down, you know? So we, we were having such a good time just going back and forth, saying stupid shit like we always do. That We thought, why not monetize it for content? Yeah. And one day we'll actually be able to monetize it for content. Uh, I'm still looking into merch. I need to do that at some yeah. point. So Patreon wouldn't be bad. Yeah, we do a Patreon. Fuck it. You five people listening to us will give us $5 a month to do stupid shit. Speaking of, on, on a recent excursion to Target, in fact, I do believe it was before our Lord of War episode, mm. uh, there was a, I saw like a six pack set of Nick Cage movies that had Lord of War and Bangkok Dangerous in there. Oh, no, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I forgot the other four. Sure. <laughs> and we probably will too. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, hell, this has been so weird. I don't even want to do our normal sign offs. I mean, we might as well. We do it every time. Yeah, but we didn't do our normal intro. Like we didn't do any of that shit. We didn't say shit about Thomas Jefferson. I mean, it's 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 fine. We can still tell people who we are and where they can find us. I mean, we can. I mean, you know, we always plug. Yeah, I mean, we are we are shills, aren't we? We are shills. Okay. So, Canon, where can the people, all two of them, still listening? find you <laughs> well I, I tried to make it as short and sweet and simple for all of you as possible it is that canon guy you can find me at that name on instagram on twitter and letterboxd probably other places that have may or may not have demonetized me youtube yeah <laughs> i'm still up there i just don't make any money i got my hundred dollars and i ran <laughs> <laughs> Cashed out. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, where can they find you? Yeah, uh, thank you all for listening. You can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. My art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. And uh, if, you, if you don't mind, going over to uh, the AYCH feed. If you're listening to it uh, during the week of April 19th, we released our 2021 Oscar prediction show where we go through the Oscar nominees and say who we think would win and who we want to win. And if you're listening to this uh, some other time, well, uh, there might be another episode coming out. Uh, we do have one, have one coming out <laughs> Monday, April 26th, and that will be Lads Making Isekai Anime. If you don't know what that is, stop by AYCH and check that out. Oh, I'm going to have to stop by because I have no fucking clue what that is. And what's funny is this episode might not even be out by then. Like, it might be that Tuesday before this shit shows up. This episode might be out in 2022. We haven't decided yet. Oh, no. It'll be out by the end of the week. Like, if I still feel good after getting my shot on Thursday, I'll fucking do it then. Uh, we need to do a podcast um, where we all just record ourselves after the shot and then just like... <laughs> it, it would be funny if you did like, did like a time capsule episode. My fucking arm hurts! We, just, <laughs> we, we, we record an episode and just release it like a year down the road. Yeah. Just like we set it and forget it. Like how the Back to the Future episode was like a year in the making pretty much? Uh, essentially. Yeah. Uh, go, go check out our Back to the Future uh episode where we uh, deep dive into it with some, some some nice critical thought and some movie analysis uh, hosted by our dear friend Wenzel mm-hmm. and we're bringing back our essential viewing our movie review uh, movie criticism episode uh, it's a lot of fun it was a long time coming yes. Wenzel put a lot of work in that so fun time good time I listened to it today it was good 
Yeah, I think uh, after we all get our second shot, we should at least do a little video message so that we can put it like in the beginning of the next episode just as a, a catch-up. Like, yeah, I know, I got it and I felt fine. Yeah, I think I'm dying. That sort of thing. <laughs> That'd be fun. Anyway, I am uh, Justin, also known as Captain Shimmy. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. You know, Captain Shimmy's kind of art. Captain Shimmy's almost music. You can find me here on the podcast. You can find me at the store, the comic strip in Tuscaloosa on Hargrove Road. We sell comics and comic collectibles. If you've got old comics in your basement, your closet, or your attic that you just don't want anymore, bring them by. I'll probably buy them. We sell comic and comic accessories. That's right. Uh, comics comic and books comic, and comic books. Accessories. God uh, damn it, Shimmy. Oh, he said God damn it on the show. Oh, fuck. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's where you can find me. And uh, once again, thanks for listening. And now I'm looking forward to making a brand new theme song for this sort of episode because yes. God knows we'll probably do it again sometime. The 420 YOLO uh, Johnny Blaze It Swag, <laughs> aka Straight Shoot the Cannon. Straight Shoot the Cannon. Pew, 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 pew. Uncaged. Uh, 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 but before we go off the air, I have a very important question to ask. What's that? Hey, Pat. Is the trash taken to the road? Fuck, I gotta take the trash can to the road. Okay. I got uh, another question. Do you like Wilkins coffee? <laughs> if you keep wait, 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 you shot me. And I shitted. And we shitted collectively. <laughs> Thank you, all one of you, for listening. Happy 420, everybody. Good night. Good night. It was a bad weekend for little Justin. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, straight sheep. I don't remember where I was. Pew pew, straight sheep. I just remember crying. Pew pew, straight sheep. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, straight sheep. Uncaged banter or straight sheep. Pew pew, straight sheep. <laughs> I called it. Pew pew, straight sheep. I just remember crying. Pew pew, straight sheep. <laughs> I called it. Straight sheep with ten. Go, 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 go